welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon in mostly chronological order. Is that, is that there to stay? No, I just added that bit. Because, okay. I'm your host, Fen. My pronouns are Fayfair, and joining me is... Oh, that's me. I'm Ben Enns. My pronouns... Did you do pronouns? Yeah. I'm she, they. Uh, we almost didn't do... Uh, sorry, I have to close Discord. We almost didn't do... Today we're covering the first half of 428 Shibuya Scramble, a.k.a. 428 in a blockaded Shibuya. Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about running around in circles in Shibuya for 20 years. <laughs> We, there are two things. One, we almost didn't do 428 this episode. Yes. Because we got one chapter in. We said we were going to do like two or three chapters, I think. Um, And we got a chapter in. We got two chapters in. And Ben was like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, that's a great question, Ben, because nothing has happened. There's nothing. Okay. To, okay, okay, almost. You're making it sound we were enjoying ourselves. Yes. However, we but realized like, it, quickly that this the style of game that it is does, isn't conducive to the kind of podcast that we do, which it, is talking a lot about th- uh, theme and uh, like implications of people's beliefs and things like beliefs and things like that. And yeah. this is a this is like a fun, goofy cop game. Yeah, it's fluffy. Uh-huh. Which is like sometimes, sometimes that's fun, but it does make it hard to talk about when at the lengths we talk about stuff yeah. and to the depth of which we talk. Um, but we end up doing half of it. So we said we were going to do two or three chapters. We ended up doing half of it. Five chapters. Well, five hours. Well, first there was a bit. There was a there was a kind of Schrodinger's podcast episode, um, where Ben was like. I was like, okay, let's get like halfway through and then we can reevaluate. And if we want to just do the whole thing and then talk about it, we can move up our next episode. Don't say what it is yet. We'll do it um, after. Which is n- not one that either of us are really looking forward to. No. Um, uh, we could move that up and do it here and then, do f- and then finish 428 mm-hmm. and do it next episode. Uh, thankfully that didn't happen. One, because it means we didn't have to play, uh, like, it's probably going to be around 40 hours by the time we finish, uh, because we're reading all the lines to each other while we take notes. Mm-hmm. Um. It is a fun way to play a game. Ben. Note taking is exhausting. Is insane. What do you mean? Uh, I, this is the first time that I've, like, tried to take notes anywhere near on your level. Yes. And I'm like... Ben is insane to do this. 21,000 words and notes, baby. Uh, We're probably barely going to look at them, too. Did you just um, delete them all? No. No, I did not. Ben just deleted the notes file. Uh, no, I um, I was just messing around with formatting and accidentally clicked the wrong button. Um, So, one, Ben is insane for taking the kind of notes that they do. I'm taking this as a compliment. Yes, I... I love Ben a whole lot. Me too. Uh, oh wow. That's really good. <laughs> um anyway. Uh but yes. So that is what right. The the thing in the intro was that if we were going to do 420 cuz we skipped over DDD. Yes. 
And last time, or whenever that episode was, I like talked about us doing things in mostly chronological order. Yes. And then if we were going to also move 428 around, then I was going to say increasingly less chronological order I as like a funny bit. But no, we're sticking to mostly chronological. We're doing pretty good, I think. Yeah. All things considered. I mean, yeah. we did K&K way out of time, but. Yeah, that was a mistake. That we should have we should have started with the K&K movies. I am glad that we started with Tsukihime. I know, because it made you insane. <laughs> yes, it did. You're calling me insane a lot, fan. It's very... I mean this as a term of endearment. Endearing. <laughs> okay. Tsukihime was the perfect thing to start on. Watching the K&K movies just would not have had nearly the chaotic energy that we opened our podcast with. I think, yeah, we probably wouldn't have opened with me saying, don't play this. No. You would have said, these movies are fun. Watch them. No, I mean, like, oh, we get when we got to Skihime, I, I may have been in a different place. Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm like, yeah, go play Skihime. Go play fucking Tsukihime. Stop being such a goddamn baby. Um, But before we get to 428, mm-hmm. to jump wildly back, we have... A nuclear nuclear apocalypse, a panda samurai, and some incredible girls to talk about. It's your ET time. Okay. I forgot that we said that we were going to cover Kuro, so I meant to reread it and did not get around to it. Uh, But we'll talk briefly about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Most mostly, I just wanted to bring it up as like a hey, yeah. it's like a fun, it's a fun story. Uh, go read it. We but also... first before we get there. Okay, you want to start with? I finished part one of Reckless Sympathy. God, this is where we're starting. You, dear listener, should go play Reckless Sympathy. I made it. It's only part one right now. Ben did make it. So, like... Okay. How would you describe Reckless Sympathy? Ben made it. So, don't take anything I have to say, like, like, as gospel. But also... Ben to be objective. 
But also, I did spend, uh, like, 20 minutes this morning almost making Ben cry, uh, which I felt really bad for <laughs> about. make me cry. You just put a lot of homework on my plate. Um, Ben, I made Ben really grumpy. Of everything you could, we only have a limited amount of time on this podcast. Of everything you could talk about, the beautiful, wonderful video game, which I handcrafted over the course of two years, you want to talk about a formatting issue you're taking problem with? No. All I'm saying is that despite the fact that you are my partner, I will nitpick if I feel like there are things to nitpick. Oh, goddamn. Don't I know that? (laughs) Wow. I'm so sorry. And so, what I'm trying to say... If Ben will let me, is that it's really good, and I had a great time, and I cannot wait for part two, which I know is in the works, but I had a great time with part one. Yes. Uh, It is funny. The girls are good. Uh, It is stressful. Um, I think I... I'm now like, did I tear up at something? I think I teared up at something. What'd you tear up at? Wait, no, I need um, to know this. Maybe it was Cohen saying goodbye to Henri. When Cohen's all upset. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I um yeah. It's it's uh it's a roller coaster of emotions. It's too damn short. That's my only complaint. <laughs> if you had to just like give a run uh like pitch of Reckless Simply, what the what it's about, what would you say? Okay, well, here's the thing is, beep this if this is too much. Uh, well, yeah, the the thing is, is that, like, I can't give a pit, just go read part one, if, <laughs> if you, you, dear listener, go read part one. We'll put up spoiler warnings. Um, give, give me your spoilery. Reckless Sympathy Part 1 is a short introduction to a long game. At yes. a certain point, I have to talk about what happens at the end of that that, that yes. thing. I cannot avoid... That isn't a huge surprise that the whole game is is like hinging on. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's part of the introduction. If I... So, so give spoilers it... abound. Yes. Um, Reckless Sympathy. Yes. It's about a girl. Mm-hmm. About three... Two girls and a non-binary creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has has too much empathy. Oh, this is interesting. You're mentioning things that aren't in part one. Well, yes, this is the problem, is that you have so thoroughly, like, I I have been trying to avoid spoilers, mm-hmm. um, but, like, I can't avoid everything if I'm going to uh-huh. talk with Ben or, like, exist in the same place as Ben. Um... So one, well, yeah, it's like, the thing is, is I think about it as, okay, glory, too much sympathy. Okay. Anne-Marie, uh, vampire instincts. Uh-huh. Or like, like, Skihime vampire. Like, she's kind of, uh, she has a beast mode. <laughs> she goes beast mode <laughs> like crazy. And Kon, uh, Kohaku. <laughs> this is really, really funny. Um... That is my impression of the three. And, like, future parts may prove some or all of that wrong. The beast mode, the the, uh, Anne-Marie going beast mode is, is like, that's just the end of part one. Uh, Those other two might be proven wrong. But I know Ben loves Tsukihime too much to, like, not make Kon a Kohaku. 
The in the um description on itch, I describe it as being about the entanglement of an empath, a monster, and a fake. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. She's Kohaku slash uh what is her name from uh Kaligula Effect 2? This is interesting. Um She's the other character. Nico? Nico. Nico. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that is my that is my read on Kohaku. <laughs> wow. Kohaku. My read on Kon right now is like a mix of um it's a I asked you for like what the plot of it was and instead you told me uh who you think the characters are based on. Just <laughs> really funny. I didn't I mean like yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean based on. I meant like based on references. No, that no, 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 no. Our, uh, yes, I five. and our listeners have what what kind of character are they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is easier to say a Kohaku mm-hmm. than it is to say like oh someone who has been victimized, uh, but has plots in the air and is like getting revenge. That's what you think Cone is up to? Oh, this is really, really interesting. No. <laughs> This is this is what I mean is yeah. Oh no, I'm having a great time. <laughs> this is so frustrating. Moving on. Um we watched the bed <laughs> We watched the bed sitting room, a nineteen sixty nine. I don't think that was film. a pitch for reckless sympathy. <laughs> okay, do you want a pitch reckless sympathy? No. I don't know. I'm not like I'm yeah. not the person to go yeah, to for yeah. pitches because my pitches are either well this is the thing is I'm bad at pitching things because I'm like oh I will just talk about the things that I liked about it yes. like there's uh an incredible scene okay. when Anne Marie first uh arrives at the mansion uh-huh. where Cone is just like leading uh bringing bringing her on a on an adventure mm-hmm. and they're just like popping into frame Mm-hmm. And then they trip in the showers, and it's really cute. Uh huh. Um, and let's see. I love I love basically every conement. Um, <laughs> a cone moment. Yeah, a cone moment or a conement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the characters are fun. Uh-huh. Uh, it's so funny that in four days on marie makes more progress with glory than cone has in four years um cone's getting all the dialogue options wrong yeah um yeah fun characters it's funny mm-hmm. like what more can you want i w- more of it back to the part two minds ben part the ben, two the Ben's like, yearn for the mines. <laughs> I do yearn for the mines. I want to write right now, but it is shaping up to be more than three times as long as the first part. So good, more to chew on. I need, I need more to sink my teeth into, like Cone's neck. <laughs> ho ho. Um, yeah, I like. I suck at pitching things because no. my two modes are go through in exhaustive detail mm-hmm. or be like. I don't know. I like to like. What do you want from me? Uh huh. I'm having a great time. To be clear, I think you're very. I tried very to move funny. on, and you were like, "Wow, Fen, what a great pitch for my game. You're so kind to me." Yes, Fen. I like bullying you. Have you not noticed that? 
Um, is this news to you? It is also very interesting. I don't know. Is this too much? Go hit that. I feel like it's interesting living with you, Ben. Yes. I'm and, Ben. And reading a lot of you into Anne-Marie. Mm. In a way that you have said that you're closer to glory. But there are like specific things that Anne-Marie says that I'm like, oh yeah, this is just Ben feeling this uh-huh, and putting uh-huh. it in the game that's very funny um which i guess i i don't know it is i don't i okay here's the thing i don't know that you did it intentionally mm, but it, did i i think i think that you did you are uh self-aware enough that you wouldn't like i don't know put literal things you've said to me in the game without realizing it Anyway, pardon our, my self-indulgent forcing fan to talk about Reckless Sympathy okay. for a while. I, I would just have kept quiet and not really said anything if I wasn't really high on it. Okay, that's um, good. That's good. More game to come. It's me, the EVN hater, liking an EVN. Hey. It is a very Typhoon-styled character development. <laughs> yes. Also, it is extremely Tsukihime. To the, to the extent that Ben was like... I have to make that little page. <laughs> I, I did copy it. the little page from whatever engine Tsukihime is yeah. built in. Enscriptor. 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 I handmade that. I did not take that. Yes, but I mean like the, the inspiration for it came uh-huh. from. Speaking of Enscriptor, we also played... Ah, shit. Instant Death Panda Samurai... This might be my least favorite of the altogether games that we've played. That's not true for me. I know. It just... Part of it was probably when I played it. Uh Uh-huh. Part of it is definitely the, like... It hits at a certain kind of, like, early 2000s, lol so random, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, fourth wall breaking humor Mm -hmm. that... I am so exhausted by that I, or rather, is like, oh, this is uncomfortably, I could feel one of my friends in high school, who I like wasn't super close with, but like hung out with because I was in a class of 26 people, so I didn't have very many choices for friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like, oh, yeah, I can feel his vibe. And I just like... It's just putting me off of this. The the thing that I can say about it, um, and you will have heard snippets of Ben playing it. Uh, We're the putting thing, those again, probably. Oh, you you will hear. Sorry. Um, I played it live because I forgot to. The thing that I can say about it is that it took me 12 minutes to finish. Uh, part of the reason that it took me 12 instead of like 10 is because there's a quiz in the middle. That if you get two answers wrong, you just get a game over screen and then the game closes on you <laughs> and you have to retry from the beginning because there's no saving in it. Okay. 
This is a story about a lazy little panda who is a samurai who can't get a job. And then he tries to steal some offerings from a statue. And then he gets into a fight with a rabbit. Is it a rabbit? Yeah, but like a rabbit bandit leader. Yeah, something like that. It, it seems but, like it's set in modern day. Yeah. Or like, at the very least. Yeah, right? They talk about games. Do they? Like in right, the quiz. The quiz, the quiz doesn't really does. like feel. Um, uh, and then, yes, there's a little like Mario is missing trivia puzzle <laughs> in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, does okay. Mario is missing have trivia quizzes? Yes. Ben, yes, it does. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mario is missing? What? I played this at a friend's house once. Okay. It's a game about uh, Luigi having to answer trivia puzzles because Mario has gone missing. That's very fun. I think believe so. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Anyway. Anyway. There's like a trivia game in the middle of it with very odd questions. I'm sure some of okay. which are panda related. Many of which are not. The the actual thing is, I bet if I replayed one of the other earlier games, I would be I would be like, no, Panda Samurai is not my least favorite. This is the but playing it playing it here is like at least at least uh whatever it was was that io christmas eve had had the the uh thing that ben and i still love to say to each other which is much much bigger than yours momiji (laughs) like at least there was something i could take away from those that was like anything and this just has nothing. Okay, let me let me hit you with this. Mm-hmm. This is a bad children's comic on the back of a gum wrapper. Yeah, I just I feel... can do that in a couple minutes and move on with my life. I, you know what I mean? I, Man, let me no, let me sorry. have a goddamn minute. I can read this and be like, "Haha, it's Bazooka Joe, the panda," uh, and then I can throw it away, and then I can move on with my life. If I have to read one more, like, fucking fawning, <laughs> like, halcyon days of youth, <laughs> childhood friend, wife, uh, like, destined lover, bullshit, motherfucker, goddamn, <laughs> visual novel, then uh, I will scream. So this is like, I this have is nothing. bad news about what we're playing next time. And I'm, I'm joking. I don't know that that's the case. What's it called? Uh, okay. I guess now I have to go look up what we're playing next time. Um, Just look at the description on VMDB. Don't tell me. And then uh, I'm going to try and read in your eyes. Um, <clears throat> next time we are playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like softly laughing. Um. Okay. No, we're not playing the thing that I. Uh, no, we've got I, another one of there's coming up. There's another summer one. Um, summer's uh, been hit or miss. That I'm that I'm thinking about. That Christmas is always bad. Uh, yeah, Christmas has been universally terrible. Uh, it's called Midsummer Haze. Uh, Kasumi is just a lazy schoolgirl who wants. Wait, to wait, go... wait, wait! I don't want to know the description. Oh, sorry. Um, but it does sound like there's a main character who's a girl, which could yeah. be a banger. Uh, this looks interesting. Anyway. I, and by interesting, I mean like, no, this one is not going to be a childhood friend, uh, wife. This one. is that that kills me more than anything else because it is like you're not even trying to do anything. You're just like, this is like trying to be a funny little comic, right? It's like a, it's like a, 
it's a one shot in a, the middle of a gamer web comic from 2005. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's not funny. But like I get how this person was like having fun making it. I think okay. I know that my reaction the quiz is like so weird. I know that my reaction to this is irrational mm-hmm. and is colored by the knowledge mm-hmm. that if I played this in 2006 I would have been kind of into it. I would have been like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Look at the little palm. Oh, and that embarrassment I see. Is, is definitely part of it, right? Like, yeah, I enjoyed that friend when we were in high school. I sure hope he's grown up. Because, like, I can't imagine a more miserable person to spend time with right now oh, than boy. the, like, his specific brand of... not. Sorry, not his specific, that specific brand of humor, which was like omnipresent yeah. in uh, like nerd culture spaces uh-huh. in the early 2000s. My sister was this, right? Mm-hmm. Like in Invader Zim hoodie, making jokes about bacon. Like, yeah. The, yeah, the like LOL random like bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, she's, uh, she's moved. She's moved forward with her life. She's an upstanding young woman now. Yeah. Again, like, I I guess I don't want to dunk on t- on this. I did come in here and say it's one of the worst games that we've played. But I, I'm going to agree with you that it sucks ass. Uh, it's not particularly well made. It's not funny. None of the jokes really, like, do anything. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is I hope it was made by teenagers. Yes. Because uh, that, I'm willing to give it so much more, like... I'm willing to say I hated it, but good on you, uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, whoever made it didn't seem to have had high expectations based on that read me. Yeah. No. So, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. Altogether Jam. We're going to have to like tally up at the end like how many hits to misses there are. And then just like I'll do a long sigh and I'll like... Away from the mic, they'll hear you whisper, I'm so sorry. Ben, I was, I played, this game, again, took me 12 minutes. And it did make me, like, reconsider this entire thing. I was like, I should have, I should have played all of these and said, Ben, here are, like, five, seven of them that we should talk about. Um, because this was not... We also watch, speaking of things that are actually funny, uh, and also very much a product of their time, <laughs> we watched The Bed-Sitting Room. I am the BBC, as you can see. Oh. And here was the last news. This is the third, or is it the fourth, anniversary of the nuclear misunderstanding which led to the Third World War. The very shortest war in living memory, lasting two minutes, 28 seconds, up to and including the signing of the peace treaty, fully blotted. The population of Britain was reduced from 58,746,379 to the 20 survivors who regrouped themselves to rebuild society. Quickly, the familiar patterns of civilization were re-established. A 1969, uh, like, farcical post-apocalypse story yeah yeah, yeah. british uh british where uh, 
all but 20 people in the Britain. The 20 known people still left alive in England. Uh, have died. Uh-huh. Uh, because there was a 2 minute and 38 second mm-hmm. World War Three, where it appears that Britain and no one else was annihilated by nuclear weapons. Um, this is, and there is a man who turns into a bed sitting room. This, where, uh, which this is, kind of thing happens. A bed sitting room is like an apartment. Yeah. A one room. A it, is a, it is a bedroom and sitting room. Yeah. As one. Um, this was, I don't know that there's a lot of like, uh, it's, it's a farce about like, uh, stiff upper lip British, like exceptionalism. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like. People trying to like cling to the glory days of Britain after like again there's like twenty guys left and everyone's rolling around in the mud. Uh huh. Uh like one guy like proudly displays his like uh <laughs> medal of defeat <laughs> and like <laughs> does a public apology every day to the Queen for failing to catch the nuclear bomb with his bare hands. Um, um the okay. Real quick. But it is it's one of one of the funniest jokes is at the very beginning it says the cast in order of height <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's um, like uh it's like monty python's fallout yes is yeah, what it is yeah um okay yes mm-hmm. monty python's fallout there's an anti-natalist joke which did make me chuckle uh-huh um there's yeah there's it's like funny it's mostly funny yeah um there's some really like ooh, tugging Racial your collar. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, the shirt was made in 1969, huh? Uh huh. Um, um, I do appreciate. Yeah, I just it it is funny that a bunch of people turn into well furniture. a bed sitting room, a, a chest of drawers, and then a dog and a parrot. Yes, are those the only four? I think the the funniest bit of the movie for me is the the Lord whatever. Uh, like going around and bumping into the doctor in like five different places and being like, I don't want to turn into a bed sitting room. The guy's like, well, you're just going to have to put up with it. I suggest you charge a fair rent. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> <sighs> yeah. 20 people left in the whole uh, of England. And three of them are cops yelling at everyone else. Yeah. The, the sets are really interesting because like... They're mostly uh, like a landscape with a lot of junk. All, a lot yeah, of they're like doing this in a junkyard or something. A lot of the same junk. Like yes. there, there's a location where it's all like plates and dishes, uh-huh. and cups. Uh, there's the mountain of boots in yes. this just like runoff zone. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a the little sets that uh, people are living in in the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. are very funny because they'll just have like a doorway set up that people will go through. Uh-huh. The one BBC guy who like <laughs> goes around and does a little it's, show for everyone. It's got a it's really strong opening where, yes, uh, a man who calls himself the BBC, yes. uh, as you can see, uh, he's comes wearing in. just like the, he's wearing like a crop tuxedo. Yes. <laughs> with like pajamas underneath it or something like um. canvas pajamas. And he comes in and he like kneels down under the TV, which and is then, just like the frame yeah. front of a television. Uh and like, yeah. And he he uh intentionally like glitches out so that the guy who's watching has to come up and like hit the top of the TV and uh-huh. uh huh, jiggle some knobs. Um, yeah, 
It's goofy. It's really funny to compare this to me and Heather watched the uh, Threads, which is a British BBC made for TV movie about uh, a nuclear disaster that destroys the world, but mostly about Britain. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, and it follows a uh, ordinary British family and the daughter is pregnant and there's like the young guy who's like trying to get it together to be her husband. You know what I mean? And it's just like really grim trying to be very realistic show of like everything falling apart and everyone dying horribly and it's so funny that it is basically the same plot just like they (laughs) skip the first part there's like a part in threads where things start to go into like the fantasy world after where the the kids are like barely intelligibly speaking english animal people uh and all this stuff and i was like Mm -hmm. rolling my eyes at it Mm -hmm. uh and it's so funny that this is just just picks up there and go, runs with that yeah. in a very silly direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know if I have much to say about it, but it was a pretty funny way to spend an hour and a half. Yeah. We also watched uh, Ghost Dog and Tampopo, uh, okay. which are much better movies, but we've oh, already talked yeah. about both of them. So, um, Ghost Dog, Olivia's pitch is great. Olivia's pitch is perfect. Go watch Ghost Dog. Go watch it's great. Ghost Dog. It's really fun. Uh, and Tom Popo, still one of my Just favorite movies. Just a stellar movies. fucking movie. Uh, if you haven't, like, do your give yourself a little treat. Go watch Tom Popo. Mm-hmm. And then also maybe eat some ramen if yeah. you're into ramen because... Uh, it does make you hungry for ramen. Yeah. People do some gross stuff in that movie, but still at the end you're like, I could really eat some fucking ramen though. Yeah. We're going to ramen tomorrow we are be- going because, because of, of Tom, Tom Popo. Popo. Um. Yeah, some of the people that we were watching it with weren't as big a fan, but uh, Ghost because Dog, they are plebeians. Ghost Dog was a crowd pleaser. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that Olivia didn't say is that like, there are like long, just like almost like music videos <laughs> in the middle of Ghost Dog that are also great. Okay, final thing. This is going to be short because I read it a while ago and we both forgot that we we're going to cover it. But yeah, Kuro. Kuro is a, uh, the, okay. There's a popular manga and anime. I assume popular. It's still ongoing. It's been going for years. Uh, called Shadow's House. Yes. Which I read a, a large chunk of this. Is... Not unique, but uh, rare because it is colored. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, Shadow's House is not colored by the core creative team. Uh, they had to outsource coloring because uh, weekly manga schedules are hell. Um, Kuro is what they did before. I think it's two people mm-hmm. is the creative team. Um, what they did before that and is colored by them. Um, and so they're, yeah, yeah. They're like, technically exists a, a black and white version of Shadow's House. I think that colored is the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. Or expected to be read. It'd, but It would be a little, um, the kids are all like color coded. So it'd mm-hmm. be much easier to understand what's going on if you're, uh, reading it in color but i don't have strong feelings about it either way but okay i like a good black and white manga yeah yeah um specifically if you're gonna do a thing about shadows i feel like just black and white is the way to go like yeah 
Um, Kuro. I think they're doing some interesting stuff with it, but, or at least the coloring I think is good. Mm. I don't dislike the color in either Kuro or Shadow's House. I think it looks pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, which helps because a lot of times, especially when you get a manga that's mostly in black and white and they color the cover or color pages, a lot of times the color does not look good at all because mm-hmm. either the artist isn't good at it that that or they're outsourcing it to someone who just isn't doing it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Kuro. Kuro. Kuro about. Kuro is about a little girl. Yeah. Whose name I'm blanking on because it's been Fuck so long. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's about a little girl with her little cat, who's a perfectly normal cat, named Kuro. There's not many characters. So like... Yeah. Uh, Coco. Coco. Um... Kuro has the vibe of being one of those, like... This... It was... Okay. One, it started as a webcomic. Mm, that makes uh, sense. So, like, you know, posting individual pages. Um, and then I think it got serialized. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Kuro has the vibe to me of a, a, a cartoon, like a, like a 10 uh for age 10 and up or 12 and up where you hear all of a sudden a lot of people talking about they're like well it's like a kid's show but it's got some like really cool like i do stuff going on in it and it's good for adults too it's actually really mature Uh uh-huh you know what i mean i mean that i say that kind of derogatorily um but uh I think that the people who do that kind of thing tend to not be reading much stuff besides kids or watching stuff besides kid cartoons. Yes. But the vibe itself isn't bad because like, yeah, you want to have this like stuff that is in between childish and interesting and like have horror elements and stuff for for kids and then the people who are also reading it. You know what I mean? I think that if it was was specifically aimed at kids it would probably have a happier ending i guess how do you read the ending it doesn't not have a happy ending (laughs) but it's very simple it's very simple language it's easy to understand it kind of like hammers every point home very very over and over again this is the thing that i have with um shadows house 2 is that i kind of expected it to be a little less like a like a young teens adventure story Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. But the kids, are, the characters are so young that I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. This isn't really for me. Yes, it's like horror flavored. Mm. Kuro has more, maybe not more horror, but Kuro has some like intense moments and like gore in it. You know yes. what I mean? The, but it still doesn't feel very. The scene where she walks in on like everyone she's ever mm-hmm. interacted with dead, yeah. is really good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, which is. I guess that that's just a dream. Yes. That's um, not real. The way, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's an interesting, or rather, this is maybe where not having read Shadow's House makes me higher on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure. I'm not even really low on it. I think it's fun. It's just like, um, yeah. So I'm not super high, I guess is the mm. thing. Because I'm like, you can go a little further than this. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But that's not the thing that it is. It also has uh, Tengoku Daimakyo vibes. Yeah, the world like. does. Yes. Um, Do you want to tell, explain what the plot is, or should I? You can. Do you want to? I can. As we've just been over, I'm terrible at summarizing things. Okay. So. There's a girl. She lives in a mansion. She has a cat. The cat is obviously not a normal cat, but she's convinced that it's a normal cat. It's, it's a monster. Perfectly normal cat. <laughs> it is a monster that seems to love her and uh, do its best to take care of her, even though the world is full of monsters. Mm-hmm. They live on some kind of island. The island is being cro- encroached on by invisible beasts that uh, can inf- uh, take over corpses and animals and turn into like big monsters. Right. Yes, they are. There's an injection you can get that makes it so you can see the monsters, but only if you get it at a certain age. This girl didn't. She can't see the monsters. Yeah. Her parents died. She has amnesia about it. Uh Uh-huh. Her cat died. Sort of. She kind of knows the whole time that Kuro is a monster, but she's in denial about it. Yeah. Her mansion is the source of a rare type of flower that uh can both ward off the monsters mm-hmm. they line the paths and houses with uh with them yeah uh and also can help make it so that you can see the monsters yes mm-hmm. which will uh if you step off the path here it'll kill you basically instantly yeah they or yes this is uh it being in color i am i tend to like black and white better mm-hmm. um just generally i think it is uh you know this is a uh a debate that rages ever on mm-hmm. but um in general i like tend to prefer black and white uh yeah. specifically comics yeah. but um uh the monsters sucking the color out of something yeah is really good that's fine because it's like oh that is the only time you see pure white on the page mm-hmm. is when the monsters have killed something mm-hmm. every other time there's at least like a skin tone yeah um and so the, the, the flowers are also white yeah you know yeah um uh, like when the monsters die they turn white it's really pretty yeah. is what i'm saying um also i think yeah a lot of the enjoyment that i got from it is slowly figuring out the pieces of this world yeah um because like oh yeah it's clear that like something is up with the cat like eyes just opened all over its body when it gets surprised i mean it has like a ring around its mouth like uh of teeth yeah. uh that it can shoot <laughs> um but like yeah mm-hmm. but slowly getting because coco can't see the monsters there's like a while where it's like are there really is this just like a lot of superstition uh-huh. or yeah this uh, is the interesting bit about it is like why are they letting this little 10-year-old girl live in this house and take care of these flowers on her own when there's, like, a town? And it's because there's, like, a... Well, they live in a world where there are invisible monsters everywhere. There's a lot of superstition that's holding everyone uh, up in weird ways. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she's sure Her family are, like, a pseudo-religious for uh, raising these flowers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, there's some interesting stuff, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, it's a story about Coco turning her back on the world because she doesn't want to face the things that are bad about it and then being coaxed out of it and saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kudo, the cat, uh, kind of forcing her back into the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is a, there is a like, 
there was a like i don't know uh three or four pages Mm -hmm. where i was almost like wait are they going is the end of this going to be whoops kuro killed everyone and uh now like coco has no choice Mm -hmm. but to just like curl up here and die i guess yeah no Um, that was that's a that's a fake out yes yeah um yeah well or yeah yeah i've like hmm i would have to reread it i think that like it is pretty definitive about that being a illusion there's a there's a jump forward to her as an adult yeah like being called to by her friends that is a yeah that's an epilogue the the like volume extras are in black and white Mm -hmm. which is interesting um yeah the thing about hmm yeah there's there's a part of me that wants to hold on to the like no things just went bad and and because she merges with kuro this is kuro is like giving somehow has given her a uh like better uh version of reality it is funny when she gets the yeah cat ears but no this is this is a young jump story you know what i mean yeah this isn't like there are some like scary moments that turn out to not be as bad as you think or but there are plenty of moments that are actually scary and horrible but the ending isn't grim and dark and horrible yes it's like aside from you can like if you extrapolate out a little bit it's like yeah but like how many years before they all die anyway (laughs) it doesn't seem like things are going good there's like a map at one point where they're like and here's the island and here is the like square centimeter of space on the corner of the map where humans live and here's the big red hell zone where infinite monsters kill everything in there yeah eventually the infinite monsters will eat everything and die out i guess probably maybe yeah after they eat all the fucking humans it doesn't take much to um yeah there's like a bit where i was like okay so as long as they are pretty on top of this uh this uh white line stuff it doesn't seem like it seems like they can manage this they should probably have more defenses than just one white line around every road they should probably have redundancies Mm-hmm. but there is like two things happen at one point someone tries to expand and then a landslide happens and they all get murdered and i'm like everyone's like well we shouldn't have tried to expand and i'm like i don't know man the landslide could happen two feet over and then the whole house would have been destroyed like what do you mean <laughs> that could have happened either way and thing two a monster does just walk up to the side of the road and spit goo all over someone at one point <laughs> I think that that was, yes, when they die. That, like, actual monsters are, like, a little slug. Yes, it was shooting the slug at someone yeah. inside of the path. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which uh, doesn't seem pretty good. Doesn't seem good. Things aren't going well. But, you know, maybe Coco will save the world. Maybe. We are here. Cute story. Yeah, I enjoyed it. To talk about 428 Shibuya Scramble.
428 Shibuya Scramble is a uh, adventure. Funny cop cop mystery adventure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About a bunch of uh, interlaced stories and interlaced crimes. I was going to say that it is oddly appropriate. Once again, the movies that we that we're picking are like really uh have other like connections bed sitting room also kind of a like set of interlinked stories um, oh yeah kind of uh and separate protagonists start meeting up at the end some okay i was about to say fat jokes but the bed sitting room is mostly like yeah but she's kind of hot uh, for being like a little chubby she's um, <laughs> for 18 months is that what it was yeah 17 months um uh whereas uh shibuya scramble is like oh my god i can't believe we have to show you something so disgusting as this slightly overweight woman well yeah shibuya thinks it's very funny that a girl is fat uh when women are fat and like it's not like I don't know. She just is like a normal girl and it's kind of trying to be affectionate about it, but it still bothers me. I don't think that it's trying to be affectionate. Well, like, it's not. She's not. They're not trying to fr- like frame her as like uh, obscene and disgusting. Right. They're like, whoa, she can eat a lot. And but that's the one joke that they have. Right. It's yes, not like, I mean, it, it it's is not, not like Caligula effect one where uh, what's her face is like <laughs> fat people. They should be killed in the streets. Am I right? Yes. Uh, it's not limited to her, though, is what I yes, mean. This is true. like Minorikawa going to the like sumo rest, uh, yes. murder mystery. It thinks it's inherently and... funny if a woman is fat. Yes. Uh, or not not even fat like. A woman looking 130 pounds. A normal looking woman is like, God, get out of here. Um, yes, a surprising amount oh. of humor is derived from that. One um, more thing before we before we really get into 428. I did read. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, one sec. Yuri Tea Time bonus round! Yes, Yuri Tea Time bonus round. Uh, Uso to kiss wa uh, Hokago ni. Um, and I just bring that up because uh, I I really like the scans are awful. Like, uh, it is a story that I think might have been interesting if it were not for how bad the scans are. Mm-hmm. But uh, I bring it up because all of the girls are like, not like not i don't think intentionally like chunky mm-hmm. or they are like wide mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of like normal good-looking girls in there mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't like the wayfish thin yes. girls i associate with most manga okay i forgot there was an intro to this that hasn't like come i up yet. also yes there's a man in a van uh-huh oh Wait, Kitajima? I don't remember. That name has not come up again, as far as I know. And neither has Alpha, right? Yeah. Whoever's in the van is texting, I've been deceived. And then it just kind of, oh, and then a call comes in and then it cuts away. Yeah. Something about a bank. There's like oh, opening right. credits that yeah. look like they're from like a 2005 hacker movie. Mm-hmm. Teen hacker movie. This is a 2008 game, so yeah. we're right on that. It also feels like a common rider. 
Kano especially mm-hmm. looks like he's going to like raise his hand and he's going to have a big chunky plastic thing on his wrist and then he's going to transform into a common rider. Mm, I see this. Yes. Okay. Speaking of common rider, <laughs> I finished Hero Garo Sky <laughs> That's not common rider. You can talk about that when we finish the anime season. Okay. It's good. One of the best precures. 428 should be a scramble. <laughs> I'm doing it for the bit at this point. Do you want me to talk about the other stuff that I finished? <laughs> ben looked at me like I shot them. No, talk more about Reckless Sympathy. Reckless Sympathy is really good. Okay. There are five protagonists of this game. The first chapter only has two. The first chapter only has two. We're not going to be doing the, the other three. Our protagonists are Shinya Kano. Yes. Kano is a cop. He's kind of like, he's a detective, which means he's not like a, a baby cop. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's come, come up in the world a little bit, but he's a young detective. He's like mid, early, mid, early to mid 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, he's like a, he's a, a experienced as a cop, but young, baby as a detective is kind of mm-hmm. the vibe that we're getting. Yeah. Uh, he's wrapped up in a uh, kidnapping case where there's a girl who's trying to hand off the ransom to kidnappers. Yeah, basically. There is Achi Endo. Achi Endo is a uh, street tough. Yeah. But like a good guy. Thug with a heart of gold. Yes. He's he's not very bright. He His parents run a failing electronics business that he has no interest in. He started a gang to uh, have fun and fight crime and then abandoned it. And then it turned into a uh, evil gang that does bad things. And now he just like cleans up garbage because he likes recycling. Tama. Tama. Is a cat mascot outfit. Tama is a girl. That happens to have a girl inside. Tama is a girl who, through a series of silly circumstances, has become trapped in a mascot costume while oh. doing a job for an obvious scammer who has a heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought for so long, I was so hopeful that Tama was just going to be the mascot costume. That there was no one in there. Yeah. Or that the mascot costume had, in fact, consumed the person who was inside and had become uh-huh. self-aware. Uh Kenji Osawa. Kenji Osawa is, is the Nasu character. <laughs> I can't find 100% uh, certainty what exactly Nasu wrote, aside from that he wrote Kanan. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Kenji Osawa... Kenji Osawa is... Yeah, this is most the most Nasu. Nasu. Or, the funny thing about this is that the Kenji Osawa plotline feels very much to me that Nasu read a little bit of Fate Zero and was like, oh, I want to do one of these. And yes. so is it it's... also okay, it also feels the most uh like visual novel slash rogue. Uh-huh. Uh so far. Like mm-hmm. there's there's actual like plot to chew on. Yes. I don't know that it... the plot is good necessarily. No. But there is something there, uh, whereas like the other four routes are people running around mostly in just like fun. goofy goofy stuff going on mm-hmm. uh osawa is the parent of the girl who got kidnapped 
Yes. And uh, she's a twin. Her sister is also on the run from various people who are trying to get their hands on her. Mm -hmm. Minoru Minorikawa is a common Rider character. (laughs) That is the only way that I can describe him is he feels like he should also be uh, pointing at the camera and doing a transformation sequence. He's the... No, Achi is also not directly connected to this, I guess, but he feels the most oh. like an outsider. Achi is like literally leading Hitomi around. Well, yes, but he, basically by chance. Yeah. He yeah. he bumped into But her. Minorikawa truly is just like looking in on all of the events that are happening from the outside. He is a reporter. His, he his uh a friend of his from his like staff rep- uh days at a newspaper who quit to found a, like, scummy gossip magazine company. Well, I think that he just founded a publisher that does multiple magazines, because it also does the one that uh, Hitomi and Achi bond over, which is, like, a science mag for kids. Yeah, but um, that, that also seems kind of like, like, not not a scam, but, like, not very res- none of it seems very respectable, is I, I guess what I mean. It seems like bathroom readers. <laughs> They're print publishing gossip mags and bathroom readers. This is what it feels like. I think that they also did real news. It's just that the only like remaining profitable magazine yeah. is the four star general girls. Anyway, anyway, because of some circumstances, uh, Toyama, his friend, uh, is in a lot of debt and uh, believes killing himself is the only way out because he can't finish the magazine in time to get it out the door to help alleviate his debts. Yeah. So Minorikawa is like, I'm going to point finger at camera i'm gonna finish it up for you and then we're going to put it to print and save you your life trust stop trying to kill yourself in front of your kid (laughs) his kid is oh it is okay ben it is a good bit that the kid is is the adult and the adult is uh, a depressed well He's a depressed only uh, single father who just wants to die more than anything. It is um, really. I do admit that I laughed really hard when uh, when Minotikawa caught him trying to hang himself and he like was trying to pass it off as <laughs> changing a light bulb <laughs> somehow. And then I mean, he's like, Minotikawa is like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And then his daughter comes in with a length of rubber hose for him to pour it, like gas himself to death. <laughs> yeah. And it is April. And he's like, you know, it's heater season soon. <laughs> um. So we got halfway through this game. Archive. What? Fate Moon Archive's official stance on suicide is that sometimes it's funny. <laughs> Big Moon Archive does not condone suicide unless it's sick as hell (laughs) or very funny. Uh, Big ol' suicide tag on this episode. Yep. Suicide is painless. Hmm. As the the MASH theme theme song tells you, it brings on many changes. (laughs) You can take it or leave it if you try. What? What song is this? Have you not heard? Um, okay, we're pausing. Uh, okay, yeah, this is this will do. Uh, I'm sending this to you for you to. I'm sorry to our dear listener. I might insert. I will insert at least some of it here. Oh, I closed Discord. Well, 
You could also just get to this by searching Suicide is Painless. But I don't think I'm going to search it, <laughs> if I'm being totally honest. Okay, I've sent it to you. Through early morning fog I see Visions of the things to be The pains that are withheld for me I realize and I can see that suicide is painless. It brings on many changes and I can take or leave it if I please. The game of life is hard to play. I'm gonna lose anyway the losing card I'll someday lay so this is all I have to say suicide is painless suicide. it brings on many changes. changes and I can take or leave it if I please doesn't hurt when it begins, but as it works its way on in, the pain grows stronger, watch it grin. Suicide is painless, it brings on many changes, and I can take or leave it if I Why do you know about this? Because I watched almost all of MASH. Why did you? It's so funny. Is this the theme song to MASH? Yes. Do you not know what MASH is about? No. Oh. I've heard the the name MASH. I know it's like a military thing? It's about a, um, like, Battlefield Hospital, um, in... I'm gonna get this wrong. I think it's the no, it's Korea. Okay. A, um, and everyone on the base. It's a. It's mostly surgeons, and everyone is miserable and is just a, wants the war to end. Is it a? It's a comedy. Okay, I was gonna say, I think that I've gotten this confused with Cheers. 
Okay, Ben. Yes. One of those happens during the Korean War yes. in Korea. Yes. The other one happens in Boston. <laughs> yes. Which one is which again? <laughs> um Yeah, no, it's mostly a comedy and the like last couple of seasons are um are like darker as most comedies go. Like the main character kind of gets really depressed. Um there's a looking back it's like a who there sure is a guy who dresses up in women's clothes to try to get discharged for insanity. Um I should draw a cone singing this at karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> um and playing it off as a joke. Anyway. I just thought of that because of yeah. Um that's a long it brings tangent. On many changes. <laughs> that might get cut. I feel like we're really punchy today. It's probably because uh well, it's because I didn't really want to record today. But it's also because Shibuya Scramble is so all over the place that it's kind of hard to like bear down and talk about it. Yes. Okay. Can we we can summarize Achi Endo's plot in I bet we could do five sentences and we would get you the first three hour, four. How many hours did we play? Five? Not not five hours of gameplay yeah. to make sure that everyone is. Okay, now I need to boot up Steam and see how okay, long okay. we actually. Let me, let, me, let me talk about how the game yeah. like starts. A starting scenario. We played 23 hours. Kano is part of a uh, bunch of plain clothes cops who are watching a uh, money exchange for a hostage. Mm-hmm. A girl named Maria has been kidnapped. Her s- twin sister, he told me, was ordered to uh, give the money over. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money, but it's not a crazy amount of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like $10 billion US. <laughs> you know, it's like no, it's a couple million yen. A hundred million yen? Like a million dollars? Oh, sorry. No, it's a hundred K. It's not a hundred K. Sorry, it is ten million yen. Okay. It's hundred K dollars. Well, it's like she's trying to make the handoff at the sorry, two two wait, twenty twenty million? What? Is it two million yen? Anyway. It's it is a lot, but not a not a um It's not in the like millions of dollars us right uh she is waiting at the statue of hachiko uh there's a bunch of cops waiting around to jump the guy who uh comes up it's a weirdly like public spot yeah however a scramble happens and the guy gets away with briefcase Mm -hmm. shenanigans ensue in the shuffle the detective who's supposed to be protecting hitomi goes rogue and she ends up getting rescued by Achi Endo, the street tough with the heart of gold. Yes. And he, uh, being just a really good guy who always sees things through to the end, uh, ends up running in circles around Shibuya as they're chased with a mis- by a mysterious man with a cane and a gun. And then later on, uh, by members of this, like, foreigner syndicate led by a guy with Muslim name. Yep. Um, yes. Achi's Achi's plot can mostly be summarized as they go somewhere and Achi falls more in love with Hitomi 
They're cute, you know? There's not that much there because most of their store is running. But, like, you know, it's cute when he, like, says a, a, a idiom wrong. And she's like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. No, it's um, like this. It's very straightforward, and, but, you know, it works. And then either or both the man with the gun or the uh, scary foreigners show up and they run someplace else. Um, it's so obvious that there's a tracker planted on her and Anchi even like brings it up and then it's like she's like she who's supposed to be the smart one is like no I don't think they did that probably and he's like oh okay yeah I think that's one's on her he did think of it um yeah I'm like again I was like Shibuya's big there's a lot of people how do they keep I get if they keep moving they'll bump into the syndicate because there's like a hundred million guys uh in the syndicate mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the guy with the cane shouldn't be able to f- catch up with them unless he knows where they are, right? Yes. yes. Um, and again, Tano I think I am, and... I am, as Ben said, I am definitely higher on this game when playing it yeah. than I am, like, trying to talk about it. Yeah. Because, because, again, like, when you try to talk about it, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Achi's story is really repetitive, and mm-hmm. it's the... It's the actual moment to moment that is like yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun to play some with someone, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to. Hmm. There are things on here where I come on and I'm like, oh boy, this sucks, but I'm going to try and be nice to it. And then there's things where it's like, okay, I actually like this, but it's hard to talk about. So I don't want you to, I don't want people to think, oh, this is a bad game. It has its weird stuff. It's like racist in the way that an episode of NCIS is racist. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely like right around the start of the American War on Terror, kind of like turbulent Middle Eastern stuff. Yep. There's a character who is like, <laughs> there's a character well, who it's seems mid-war like mid War on Terror. Is it mid War on Terror? It's 2008. Right. And it's 9 11? Uh, 2001. I'm losing track of when time is. But yes, it's definitely, it's of that era, right? It's mm-hmm. like the scary foreigners are here. The uh, the Americans are here too. And they're not, they're also scary in a different way. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a woman who I can only describe as, what if Hisao Maya from Fate Zero had more agency and was Middle Eastern? yeah uh she is exactly just maya though it's like remember the thing i said about how maya feels like uh an extremely racist bit about the middle east it's as if my fears about that came true Uh uh-huh although we haven't gotten her backstory yet so seems to be like a character she's an active agent instead of like uh a person who is doing everything that a sad japanese man (laughs) tells her to do yeah uh, while l- pining over a lost baby. <laughs> Miserable. Um, that that doesn't come till later. Yeah, I guess the a lot of a lot of the enjoyment for me playing this is uh, like bouncing around, bouncing around, funny yes. jokes. It does often make me laugh, right? Yeah, yeah, especially because we're playing it together. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I think if you take it at your own pace, you'll probably even have less problems with it than we did right because we had to play it kind of fast um and uh it is it is fun and often funny seeing the ways that the stories interlink yes so like um 
if you haven't played this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like like many uh, visual novels or adventure games, there are bad ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, say Achi or the way that they tutorialize this is that Achi's decisions can make Kano's route get to a bad end. That's and fun. vice versa. Yes. Which is so it's fun. It's fun going, oh, we got to the end of and it and the other thing to say is that it takes place in like one hour blocks. Um once I discovered that, I was like so relieved. Because I was like, are we gonna make a decision in hour one that's going to give us a bad end in fucking hour seven? No. 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 That's um, that's a really smart yes. design decision of theirs. Um but uh, so you can get to the end of someone's hour block and then and then later go, oh, I need to change the decision because it messes up someone else's. Yes. They need to play in traffic, actually. Yes, that, so, that is also the they one won't that I was thinking hurt, of. But someone else will get slowed down and not end up in a place where they get killed. Yes. Um, um, so like that, that stuff is really cool. That it does... I wish that they had allowed themselves to be more dynamic with the number of protagonists because it does sometimes feel like, oh, you didn't have anything to write for Achi this hour, but you just had to like, they just had to him in the story. You couldn't say, okay, we'll resume his story uh, the next hour chunk because we actually have stuff for him to do. Yeah. Um, now it's starting to pick. He's starting to pick up again. Yeah. There's a couple hours in the middle there. Where it was like, yeah, okay, he's running from place to place. Uh, this is I. I say Achi specifically. I mean this for basically every character except for Osawa. Really, Osawa has. They have so uh, much like lore and yes. <laughs> politics that they have to go over that it's always like, and but also like, a episode of Columbo is happening in his house. Okay. Uh, the actual best bit of 428 so far. Is that Osawa is uh, haunted? Haunted. Osawa, haunted by Osawa, Japanese Columbo. Osawa is the villain of an episode of Columbo, <laughs> and his house has been infiltrated by Columbo. <laughs> um, That's a really funny bit. Yeah, and it's so at odds with his plot, which is like a international like terror incident, like biological warfare pandemic, like corporate intrigue thing to just have Ka- uh, kajiwara the the j- detective who the game specifically says is nicknamed japanese yeah. columbo well, he's he... the kind of guy who has like a they're doing a manga about him <laughs> the the thing about kajiwara is that the game says oh like he's kind of known as like the japanese columbo and i was like okay. that paints a very specific picture like yeah yeah i'm expecting a specific thing and it's like two scenes later that i'm like Oh yeah, yeah. This is just a Columbo bit, yeah. And like every every other scene, and I mean this in the uh in the like most positive way possible. Uh-huh. Like every other scene is like, yeah, I could see Columbo doing exactly yeah. this, and it's really funny. Uh huh. He's not disheveled enough for me. Yeah. He looks too professional, but uh, uh, no, the the disheveled cop is Kano's partner. <laughs> Sasayama, the the cosplay detective, he's had some pretty funny bits too. Yeah, I really liked his otaku outfit. Yes, because like, he had a, like a really like 
broad-shouldered anime girl wearing overalls <laughs> under like peeking out from his overalls <laughs> that he was also wearing. <sighs> okay. So do should we go down the the protagonists and say what they what they're up to generally? Yeah. yeah. You want to start at the top? Well, yeah, okay. So Kano spends the first 3 hours like trying to figure out what's going on with the case. It turns out the 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 case full of money gets taken away and for some reason his superiors are like just follow the guy don't get him. Yep. And then the case gets passed off in like this daisy chain like relay through like 10 or 20 guys as they just leisurely march around the city knowing that they're not going to get got. Yes. Uh, and Kano's like, can I catch the guy? And they're like, no, and we won't tell you why. Mm-hmm. It he turns, gets increasingly frustrated. Well, well, he's well, he's wandering around the city. His girlfriend calls him, and her her dad, who he has been trying for years, possibly mm-hmm. to get in touch with, to ask for his uh for his daughter's hand in marriage uh-huh. or to to marry his girlfriend, um is here and he wants to talk to Kano. <laughs> and importantly, he hates cops now, even though he used to be a cop and Kano became a cop to impress him. Yes. Well, uh, and to impress uh Ru- Ruby. Yes. Rumi. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Ruby. I was oh, like, no, no, it's not Ruby. I said Rumi. Rumi. Yes. Uh so the guy's on a hair trigger. Rumi's trying to keep him calm. Uh and Kano's also trying is trying to not run into the guy face to face yes but also and avoid the cafe that they're hanging out at but also uh yeah so that he can finish the case and then go to see them and talk to them uh it's not his prospects aren't looking good we did get a bad end where he uh quits being a cop and becomes an organic produce farmer working at shizuo's uh his uh farm and gets married to Rumi and has a beautiful and happy life away from all of this international disaster nonsense. Yeah. It seems like a, like I would, I would, uh, I don't know. Hmm. An honest life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I support people stopping being cops and growing produce instead. Oh, yeah. I just mean, it seems like it's like a hard life, but yeah. But it's uh, honest labor. The kind of honest labor that I can't do. I'm an artist. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, there's some funny bits about that. Kano, oh, oh, later on. uh, It turns out that an American diplomat is... A secret, a CIA guy disguised as a diplomat. Um, uh, An American agent is Uh the one who caused uh, the the cops to just tail around after these guys because it's not about the money yes there's a conspiracy going on there's Uh some kind of drug that they're after like a medical drug it is funny that we kind of where we ended multiple like the uh osawa's storyline is finally kind of making it into the other storylines yeah it was kind of like everyone else is having like haha like farting around party time and then osawa's like this like offshoot of Ebola that brutally kills within twelve hours every person it infects with a hundred percent like kill rate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Human experimentation under my name. Yeah, Osawa is in the middle of twelve monkeys. Uh-huh. And the rest of them are in four twenty eight Shibuya Scramble. So 
Kano gets wrapped up with his American. They find out a bunch of the syndicate members have been murdered by a mysterious woman named Kanan, who is a uh, Middle Eastern woman, vague where she's from, who knows. Uh, an assassin. She's an assassin. She broke a... They talk about her... I don't know a lot about the Abu Ghraib uh, incident, mm. but I don't think it's like a... The fact that she broke a bunch of people out of it this is a prison known for like gross and uh nightmarish violations of human rights and torture yes yes i was not sure if i don't remember when they said she broke people out was Uh it when it was like a political prison Uh used by saddam hussein or was it when uh u.s uh private military he kind of said it as if it were a bad thing is the thing that's getting me i guess if you're i guess he would he's the american but yes it's just a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff being thrown around for this comedy game but uh anyway the game knows that kanan is the good guy (laughs) is the bit that i've gotten so far yes uh she's killed like a hundred dudes already but you know she's don't worry about it they were all evil foreigners we're evil foreigners with uh many of them having dark skin tone. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know how it goes. They're all in trench coats. Some of them yep. got guns, most of them got knives. We've anything else to say about Kano? Uh Kano's we'll probably mention him because he like bumbles in and out of other people's stories a little bit, mm-hmm. but so far he's been pretty well contained. Oh, he has this uh, the cosplay detective, Sasayama, yeah. who's on his third outfit, I think, of the day. Yes. What was... Okay, so first was a homeless... He was guy. like a, a scruffy guy. Uh, second is an otaku. In overalls, carrying uh, merch. Yes, with a bag, with a backpack, uh, with posters rolled up in it, yeah. and a bag of merch. Yes. Uh, and then third is either Tama's outfit, which leads to a bad end, or what is... Oh, um, he's a, he's a, he's like a street he's performer? He's a break dancer. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and that outfit's fine. Uh-huh. Oh, right, and then he gets stabbed. Yes, he gets <laughs> stabbed in the, that's where we're, that's where we're at. So I was so sure. stabbed. I was so sure that that was going to be a bad It's end. a bad spot to be stabbed in, too. Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, like. Is Kano's route also the kind of route where people can die? Because, like, that changes the tone of this a little bit. Or is it like, oh, haha, goofy? I was so sure he was going to have a different outfit every single hour block. Mm. But I think they did a pretty good job despite mm-hmm. it. It probably would have been. Oh, we have not mentioned this. Uh, 99% of the game is uh, pictures, is photographs of real people in real places. Yes. Um, often not sets it's the 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 thing this game is perhaps most famous for is illegal shooting around shibuya yes um i assume that yeah all the indoor stuff is probably fine except for the stuff that was very clearly actually shot in that in uh what's that building oh the the jigo building right right Mm -hmm. yes sorry uh some of that seems to be actually in that place well the the restaurant i don't think is i don't think yeah the, but there's like the a couple Kibo, shots of Kibo like stairwells that i think are real building is funny because the real one is only three floors i think the the like tooltip said uh-huh. but 
but the one in the game is four floors. Yes, that that's and fake. fourth they floor like is fake. Moved they moved the arcades up to the second floor when that's they're really on their funny. first floor in the real one, um, which is very funny. Um, but yeah, so it's live action. Uh, it's all photographed. It's like an it's not really an FMV game because it's not really video most of the time. Yeah. There's a little bit of video work, which I think is an interesting choice because it, it kind of mitigates the the. It mitigates the f- specific flavor of FMB games, with ve- which tend to have very wooden acting mm. in many cases, right? Mm. By they don't need acting; they don't even have a voice acting. Yeah, it is. Uh, but there is a very funny effect that happens where sometimes they will do extremely low frame rate animation. Uh, this often happens with uh, Mr. Yanagishita, the the um the scammer with a heart of gold yeah. guy, where he'll just like kind of awkwardly flip-flop towards people <laughs> there's like one of them crawling across the floor yeah. <laughs> in like five frames of animation then popping up in their face that i think of a lot uh-huh um yeah it's like that's just very fun Tama it is like oh a lot. it's like visual novel animation yes which is to say that like you often don't have full motion or yeah you have like very simple animation yes that is uh, a bunch of stills like back one against yes. another that's very Which charming. I know is just what animation is. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Low frame, right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, it's like... Um, <laughs> you remember uh, our favorite Tiger Dojo, the movie? <laughs> Sometimes it's got a little uh, bit of a vibe like that. You know what I mean? What a great thing. I'm so glad it exists. All the shots of, like, uh, the hotter Rin <laughs> around town with the little saber. <laughs> naked by the hot spring (laughs) holodoraxia is really good holodoraxia is a banger so uh visually very charming uh the interface design kind of does feel like uh it has a similar vibe to collage which is very Mm. funny like Mm -hmm. in colors and presentation it's just like fancier Mm -hmm. which i think is really fun uh but anyway we can go back to it i just wanted to mention that because it's very distinct Mm -hmm. Anything else to say about Kano? It's novel, also. It's yeah. not ad- right, adventure. Right. The voice acting is weird, or is an interesting that choice. That it has no voice yes, acting. Yes, that it doesn't have voice acting is an interesting choice. Specifically because it's like, well, you have all... There are, there are moments where I find myself thinking, well, you have all these people. Surely they could, like, say something. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, no, that... That is a very different skill set. I know that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it is just funny that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, yeah, this is playing a voiced VN for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. or not first time. I've been playing Tsuino Stella for a while. Um, but it is like, oh, yeah, I really do like voiced VN mm-hmm. a whole lot. Uh, okay. So, Achiendo. Achiendo. He grabs Hitomi when he notices everything going down because he sees a guy with a gun going at her. Yeah. Runs off with her. They get chased. We've mostly covered this. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that Hitomi's... Hitomi got instructions for where to go to get Maria. However, it turns out that the gang is trying to grab her and we've co- discovered that they kidnapped the wrong twin. They want Hitomi for some reason. Yes. Well, we know why. We do know why, but that's... 
I don't think they know why. I think Osawa knows why. Uh, have they not found out yet? No. no I don't think so, because I think Kanan is going to tell them. Right, yeah. Uh, Maria, <laughs> the other twin, the kidnapped twin, went on a uh, fun trip to the Middle, the Middle East somewhere with her father at some point and met Kanan and his good friends with her. Mm-hmm. And so Kanan has come here to uh, slaughter her way across Japan <laughs> to get Maria back to safety. Uh-huh. And she, they're supposed to meet up with her to have uh, get an explanation of what's really going oh, on. Oh, right, here. right, right. That's what's happening next. Ooh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Tama is Maria. Yes, this is the ba- this is the twist. But uh, this is not. This is the kind of mystery game where they like really lampshade what's happening. So you are, you figure it out by the time you get there. You know what I mean? I did not want to believe it. I I was so desperate for the cat mascot outfit never to come off. Yeah, but uh, no, it's a, it's a fun bit because now she's taken the costume off. Or okay, let's let's start it yeah. at the beginning. Tama, we don't see her face for a long time. Yes, because she is uh handing out samples for a product called Burning Hammer, which is a weight loss uh drug from America that's probably expired by now. It seems like yeah. Uh, but- that it makes seems you to just see a lot of like capsaicin yes. in a bottle. <laughs> it makes you uh sweat according to the marketing. You lose a kilogram each bottle you drink, which seems insane. Yes. You you might uh, lose you have a to... kilogram of water, but you'd have to have a, a kilogram of water in your body to be able to sweat it out. Uh also, if you drink it on an empty st- stomach, you'll start literally steaming from your pores and then shoot up like a rocket into the air and hit the ceiling. This happens to someone mm-hmm. in a bad end. Anyway, she uh, got hot. She wants a necklace for some reason. Yes. There's a necklace at a knickknack store. She woke up with no memories, wandered into the knickknack store, saw the necklace and was like, I need this. This is my what my life is about now. She woke up in a in a warehouse. Yes, which wasn't locked. No. So she goes out. She finds the necklace. She wants it. She's only got half as much as she needs. She walks outside, and she gets picked up by Mr. Yanagishita, a guy with an afro, um, who is trying to offload some burning hammer, and is like, you're beautiful. Will you be my model? Uh-huh. Then he puts her in a mascot costume, tells her to hand out samples. Yes. When it's time for the sales demo where they're actually going to be selling the stuff, Tama's uh, partner, Chidi, who also got hired for this, finds out that the costume is completely impossible to remove. The zipper is stuck. Yeah, the zipper is broken. The zipper is stuck, but also the head is stuck onto the costume. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not really sure how that works, but whatever. Yeah. Um... Yes, this is where this is where the, the Chidi is the fat joke character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts with her. Okay, it started funny because she starts by going like, "Oh man, you're stuck in there. That's really sad. I'm gonna eat your lunch, okay?" And I was like, "Okay, she's an asshole." And then she just doesn't stop eating for more than fifteen seconds of the entire thing. I was like, "Oh, she's just a fat, endless, like bottomless pit fat girl character." Okay, yes. I get it. Um. Yeah, she has some funny moments, but mostly it's not that good. Yeah. Tama ends up really invested in making sure the Burning Hammer sales demo is a success or sales demonstration is a success. 
Because. She won't get paid. Yeah. And she finds well, out that her boss is like. She won't get. She needs 20K to get the necklace. Because she has 20K and it's 40K. Uh, yeah. And he was going to pay her 10K. And then 20K. He was going to double it. 220K. Yen. If they were able to sell 100 bottles. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out. That he has no money to pay them unless they sell a bunch. Yes, yes. Uh, and they need to sell the bottles for like an obscene amount of money. Yeah. These are, I thought it was like, oh, like they're handing out samples and then the big bottles. No, they're like like three fluid ounce bottles. Yeah. And they're trying to sell them for something like, it's like, um, is it? $15? Is it only 15 I thought it was like 50 It might be. Did I write down how much they're trying to sell them for? Hmm. Who could say? We're not really uh, that, so. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. 15K each. Is that $150 per bottle? Is it 150 per bottle? Yes. I think there is so. no way they were ever going to sell these. Yes. Gullible people are not. Uh, but anyway, Yanagishida, he's not actually a bad guy. He's just like very, he is very easy to scam. And so he has no choice but to try to scam people in return. And he's quite bad at it. Yes. Is his bit. Um, but uh, after a series of shenanigans, they managed to pull off the demo. And uh, the women who show up for the demo uh, realize that it's a scam and tear the place to pieces. And Yanagishita's like, damn. But, you know, that's life. And life is beautiful. Well, here, here, Tama. He pulls some cash out of his pants, out of his, his sock. This is all the money I got. I'm going to pay you anyway because you stuck with me to the end. And then she goes to get the necklace. Well, uh, he is on the floor sobbing. And Tama comes over and is like, listen, buddy, your life sucks, but have you heard about my life story? Right. Um, she she sits down and she's like, I have amnesia and I really want this necklace for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> problems. Um, and he's like, that was really touching. <laughs> you know, life can be beautiful. <laughs> Oh, her. She named herself after some tamaga, uh, uh, tamagayaki. That uh, it is also a joke it. about the famous yeah. cat Tama. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, but yes, the, she's actually Maria. Maria. We don't know how Maria got away from the kidnappers. It does seem. It does seem like okay. One could be Kanan just unlocking the warehouse. But then why wouldn't Kanan like help have her more? contacted her? Uh two. It does seem like my guess is the kidnappers realized they got the wrong girl and were like, well, I guess we'll just let her out. There's got to be a deep, there's got to be a reason because she's pointed out how weird yeah. it was that the door was open. Something had to have happened. Um, uh, or, so. or it's, uh, what's his name? Tanaka is down bad for her as well as her sister. Is he oh, down so bad was... for them? He's trying to kill them. Yeah. I don't think he's down bad for either of them. I think he's going to kill them. That's fair. He's down. He, like... he, does... he... he likes I. Right, right. That's the bit. I. Okay. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, okay, okay. Tama gets the necklace. Great. She, and then she realizes, because she was beaten beaten by a crowd of old women, uh, that the costume has come loose, and she manages to escape it. This is the point at which we realize that she's Maria. Mm-hmm. She has a tear, a suspicious tear on her outfit that matches a uh, tear on Tomi's outfit. Uh, right where one might uh, insert a needle into your arm to give you an injection. But when would Hitomi have gotten that? Because her outfit wasn't torn originally. Hitomi is the one who got the injection. But it was in her neck. That was... Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. We'll get there. I thought That's Osawa's th- story stuff. Yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, she goes to the, the Gigo building to uh, get a new shirt because her shirt's damaged and she has a little extra money because she got a... After all of that, she got a discount on the necklace. Yes. Um... And then a bunch of shenanigans ensue because Hitomi is also there trying to get a new shirt because her shirt is also damaged. Achi is confusing the two of them. There's running all over Achi the place. Achi is confusing the two of them. Yanagashita is confusing There's some the uh, lone sharks with a very busy schedule chasing two of the world's most annoying men <laughs> uh, who are also wrapped up in this. Uh, yeah. It, yes. They're chasing Yanagashita, who owes them two million yen, I think. Uh-huh. Um. I think at some point he says it's three million. I think it's two point five. Is it two point five? Okay. Um, and they're also chasing the the Minorikawa guy, Toyama. Toyama. Um, his poor daughter. Yes. Um, yes. There's yeah shenanigans in the zoo. There's like there's some stuff uh, where it's like even for as dumb as Achi is, I don't believe that he would look at like see one of the two from the back and then see the other one in an entirely different outfit and go yeah that's definitely the same person they're in a clothing store okay he sees them like 10 seconds apart or something okay in Anchi's defense he's very stupid (laughs) but also he is in a clothing store and under a lot of distress. That's fair. Mostly yeah. because uh, the clothing store itself is stressful too. I guess this is my thing of like, I I would not assume that. Yeah, that's fine. He knows I, I was not looking. I would. It not... is funny that he knows that there's a twin and yes, the fact that he brings this up to Hitomi like, oh, I saw you there. You looked right at me, and she's like, that didn't happen. And they don't consider for a second that that might have been Maria. Yeah. Is is a little bit wild, but you know it's fine. It's whatever. It's 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 the momentum they need to make this work. It seems like they're going to figure it out pretty soon. Yeah. The last bit of Maria we get is that the the guy with the cane who's been chasing and trying to kill Hitomi this whole time. This is important. She's trying to kill Hitomi for Achi's own good. He says. Yeah. You'll understand when she's dead. Uh, I don't understand. Even like knowing everything we know. I still don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll talk about that in a bit. But he has mistaken Maria for Hitomi and is trying to kill her in the alley outside of the Gigo building. Right. Right. Was he attacked by someone or was that where it ended? He hasn't been attacked by someone yet. Because Kanan meets up with Achi and uh, Hitomi at the end of this. Yes. And they have not they have not rounded the corner to see the guy trying to kill Maria yet. Uh huh. Oh, Maria also is a expert martial artist. Mm hmm. Uh, she doesn't remember how she got to be that way, but we can presume that Kanan taught her uh, sick martial arts. Yes. 
Um, um, yeah. There's a there's a street fight where she's still in a costume and and she deeply impresses. It's the store clerk, right? Mik- uh, he imp- she impresses Miku, Miku and uh, the knickknack but... shop guy who yeah. loves to watch uh, women in cosplay fight each other. Yes. Uh, there's a couple of funny businesses in this area. There's like the the women in co- beefy women in cosplay okay. beating the shit out of each other bar. Bride. Bride. The and, yeah. and then there's the scolding pub <laughs> yes. where you can rent a private room and have a beautiful woman yell at you. <laughs> this happens in the in the bed sitting room too, by the way. Uh-huh. You remember when the the mom like falls into the the guy's bunker yes. and he's like, Will you do the thing that my wife always used to do? And he hands her a pile of dishes and she just starts hurling them at him while he's like, No, no, I'm so sorry. I don't love her like I love you. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. Um uh, anyway. You wanna talk about Osawa or Minorikawa next? Osawa. Osawa. Okay. Osawa is stuck in his house. Oh. Go ahead. I was gonna that's fine. No, go ahead. You go. Okay. Osawa is stuck in his house. Well, one, first. Ben and I did not know which part or like we assume i think i'd heard that nasu wrote a route of 428 although i'm not like 100 percent sure because again like the stories are so interconnected it does feel like it feels like yes he probably wrote most of osawa's route but it was also just part of the writer's room right yes this uh, is a bit is that like i know that the they say that kanan the anime is based on whatever nasu wrote mm-hmm and it's called Kanan. So yeah. I know that she's part of it. But it does seem like this whole scenario is like... Uh, because it opens with Osawa basically saying, I would really like to uh, uh, attain Buddhist enlightenment. But alas. <laughs> um, yes. he's He is a virologist. Um, he researches viruses. He likes viruses more than people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're simple. Uh, he gets an email from someone who only uh, identifies himself as A that says uh, um, that has a bunch of images of the this virus. The I think it, it's it's capital U, capital A the first time that we see it. And then it's UA every other time. Yeah. Um, as Ben said earlier, it's extremely deadly. Um and uh yeah very fast also yes 12 hours like 100 mortality rate short incubation period uh he gets a bunch of emails from someone that are uh pictures of a bunch of people uh having the virus Mm -hmm. um i think eventually it he realizes that it's clinical trials Uh or uh or like human trials for the the um uh antiviral that he's not a vaccine specifically it's an antiviral treatment yes so the difference is that a vaccine works before you get the disease antiviral works when you have the disease yes there's also nanomachines involved yes um the the drug that he developed worked but also had terrible side effects when you used it in the doses you needed to use it for to treat the virus and so uh they add add nano nano machines and suddenly it's fine yeah um targeted delivery yeah um let's see 
So he's stressed. He stresses out about the emails. He Kajiwara, uh, the Japanese <laughs> exists, exists near him. Um, and his assistant is the other like main character of mm-hmm. his scenario. Um, his assistant is in contact with Hitomi because we still don't know why his assistant has Hitomi's email, right? Yes, Hitomi knew that he did. They seem friendly. Yes. Um, but Achi it, it, is constantly worried that uh, they're banging or something. Yeah, which doesn't seem to be the case. I don't think so. She's like 19. He's like in his 30s. Yeah. That's and he's normal for girls, but... It, fucking her stepmom. Yeah. Um. Right. That's the that's the other thing is that I and Achi... Or, wow. I and Osawa was a political marriage. Um, The person... Yes, the the person who the Maria and uh, Hitomi's mother was Osawa's previous wife. Yeah, she died. Yeah, I believe. I um, is the daughter of the head of the pharmaceutical company for which Osawa works, yes. and the company that is developing this antiviral. Not a vaccine. They don't want a vaccine. Yes, vaccine doesn't make as much money. Is the thing. Yeah, uh, expensive to produce and and not as much. Uh... No one's panicking. Well, some people are panicking when they get a vaccine. But um uh the the whole thing is that like Ua is so deadly that basically if it if there's never an outbreak, uh people would pay any price for an mm-hmm. antiviral. So Yeah. Um Kajiwara is so funny. He's he's just He's very funny. Bumbling around, uh repeatedly offering bananas to people. <laughs> Yeah, he has some like he has like deep pockets full of stuff, um, um, th- and then like he'll he'll just like be goofing around, and then it'll just like hard cut to a very cre- like unsettling photo of his face when he says something like w- insightful about <laughs> Osawa hiding things from him. That is the other thing to say is that well, the rest of um, these are shot in outdoor, at least well lit places. Uh huh. Um. The uh, Osawa's route feels like they're like uh, like photoshopped picture backgrounds um, in a visual novel. Like someone put slapped a filter over it and stuck it they're... in a visual novel, and then put like real human picture like uh-huh. green screened on top of it. The whole uh, thing is like selectively desaturated. Yeah, for many of the background, many of the areas like oranges and yellows are the only colors that really come through. Everyone looks like gray skinned. Yes. Uh, like certain bright colors stand out, but most everything else has been like desaturated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Banana. It's really good. The blue of the toilet when the toilet breaks. <laughs> Yeah. Osawa seems just like a miserable guy to have to deal with ever. I mean, like, yeah, he's he likes his research and he even thinks at, at one point, like, do I like my research or my daughter's more? I mean, like, the answer's obvious, but that I have to ask is kind of concerning. This guy's wife hates him, but somehow he still doesn't know how to use a damn microwave. Yeah. He I mean, I assume that it, that uh, uh, he's never had to unclog a toilet in his life. Rich people, rich people. He just clogged. has Tanaka do it. Tanaka. I don't know that that's true. Uh, it does feel like he's like extra using Tanaka. This is a, I totally get why Tanaka fucking hates his guts because like yeah. this is a, this is an ever uh, uh, a problem that you run into a lot 
with job titles where Osawa is the lab director. Uh-huh. Tanaka is the assistant director. Yeah. Tanaka is not the assistant to the director. Yeah. But a lot of times directors act as if the assistant director is the assistant to the director. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, uh, what else do we need to hit? Um, it turns out, well, Tanaka is betraying, betrayed them. Okay, okay. Um, let me hit this. He got a message. Hitomi was somehow infected with the Uo virus. Right. Yeah. He got Tanaka in on it to steal the untested or non-human tested yeah. vaccine to save her life. Yes. That uh, now the vaccine is still in her and can be reconstructed from her blood. Or the antiviral. The antiviral is there are like there. yes, there's enough there is enough traces of the antiviral left. In her the, blood. The nanomachines are involved. This is this is why I say there is a shot of someone sticking a needle into her neck. Yes. But that's also what he says is, oh, that's all you need to do to get it out of her. And the, the like conspicuous tears on the shoulder make me think that that's where... Maybe I'm just wrong. Okay, okay. L- let me follow that. The neck image we first see when he is thinking, I've done something terrible to yes, Hitomi. Is, yeah, yeah. So it makes it seem like that's where he jabbed her. Yeah. The arm thing... The, what's up with the The arm, arm thing doesn't make sense. Her her dress is not torn at the beginning. Is it not? No. Okay. And it happened... She would have been infected days, a week ago. She would not still be wearing the torn sweater if she... If she is willing to stop in the middle of being chased by a mad gunman to get a new shirt... I don't think she would wear that shirt for seven days later. Okay. Uh, it is right. possible that she's been injected with something again at some point. Yeah, I guess we... Yeah. But I think it happened. must have happened during that day, right? She wouldn't have worn a torn shirt to the hostage. Maybe day. it was truly just a coincidence. It does feel weird that they'd call attention to both of them having a torn shirt. Well, they're twins. They do everything together. Okay. Um, so, okay, okay. She was infected by someone. She's got the vaccine in her blood. The syndicate is being manipulated by a uh, mysterious foreign mastermind who is trying to steal the antiviral. Right? Yes. Now... Well, is it a foreign mastermind? Is that's it Tanaka? What the, I think Tanaka's working for the foreign mastermind is what uh, okay. Kano's uh, guy, Stanley, Jack Stanley, the American... Seems we to did think. see a, at the end of the bit that we played, we did see something saying like, oh, Jack Stanley's not to be trusted. This is true. But the thing is, Fen, yeah, it's Leland Palmer, pretty obviously. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Leland Palmer. Spoilers for Twin Peaks. There's a lot of Twin Peaks references for some reason. But uh, this is the thing. Tanaka wants to betray his boss because he, he feels like he hasn't gotten credit for the things he's done. Yes. He doesn't have contacts in, on the global market to sell this thing to. He needs an evil international American mastermind named, named Leland, Leland Palmer, Palmer. Okay, yeah. To uh, get a hold of him, turn him, and then sell it. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Now, I gotta say, this is maybe just me. Mm-hmm. I think the only treatment for a pandemic that could just like ravage the planet, getting out, and other parties also having it, is not a bad thing inherently. No. 
So I'm not really invested in the stakes of the company. Yeah. Like, it's okay. I guess the thing that they're framing it as is once they have the virus or the antiviral, they'll use the virus as a bioweapon indiscriminately. And I'm like, well, the way how it seems expensive to develop. The way that that's first framed is. One, yes, you would also need the the drug delivery system, which I don't know if that's like nanomachines seem hard to do. Yeah, um, they do say there's some some global world power who is has weaponized the disease as a bioweapon, and they're just waiting on a cure before they use it. I guess. Yeah. Well, maybe the way they did that, use it once. The way that it's first framed is, oh, the company will sell it to the world power that has the virus because. At, like an exclusive rights to it because if you have the virus it's useless if everyone has a cure for it mm-hmm. um but then yeah it seems like it seems like no actually the thing is that they want it to like protect themselves i think it's kind of odd that the company which has been tasked by the government the Japanese company that has been tasked by the UN, I guess, because the UN is covering this up, this disease up, right? It's like an international effort because yeah. it's a South African disease. Uh, the Japanese company that seems to be solely responsible for developing a, uh, a treatment for it, the fact that they had the, the, like, the pull to be like, no, we're not going to do a vaccine. It's more profitable for us. To do an antiviral, which would be hard to make, hard to uh, prove the efficacy of, hard to ship, and hard to produce enough of to treat people anyway, and isn't effective in the long run. Yeah. Seems well, crazy to me. I don't this think is that, probably the weakest part of I don't think they were tasked with anything. But how do they... they I think that they saw a profit in... But how did they find out about it? It's a fucking disease that the whole world is covering up. Yeah. Someone had to tell them about it and be like, hey, tr- do something. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it just doesn't make sense. I think yeah. that this is the like weakest part of this of the plot, right? Yeah. It's like it's a it's a like pandemic thriller. We just have been through we're we're still in the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic. I'm glad that it doesn't have a ninety percent death rate. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Here's the thing about the thing about a like Yes, this is a very scary sounding disease. Until you realize that it wouldn't spread at all. Because the thing about diseases is that the longer the incubation rate Mm -hmm. and the lower the death rate, Mm -hmm. the more they can spread. Yes. If everyone within 12 hours of being infected is dead. Mm Mm-hmm then it will just die off immediately. This is... Did you ever play the pandemic games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone just closes their borders because it's scary, and then the disease dies off, and then everyone's fine. Yeah. You kill a country, maybe? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because, like, it, it proved difficult to get people to quarantine, especially in the United States, for a long period of time. You need to quarantine for... 12 hours yes and then it's gone <laughs> we did get people to quarantine for like a couple weeks which would have yeah. been plenty i don't know how this disease still exists yeah in general it must exist purely in labs 
Yes, but it has been weaponized, so I get why. Yeah, if, you, if yeah. they like release it over Again, a downtown like, area, then like as, a city might well, die. You might as well, in that case, just drop a nuclear bomb. Like, well, not everyone has a nuke. But. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that according to Metal Gear, all you need is like a money to get a nuke. A world power like investing in bioweapons surely could also invest in a nuclear program okay counterpoint it's very very easy for the world to tell if someone is doing nuclear testing the okay. whole world knows immediately i took a nuclear uh, science class oh. uh in art school <laughs> diseases you can develop those in secret okay because like as soon as you uh detonate a bomb everyone in the world knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try and hide it yeah uh but that said I think that uh, this story having as much like to it or the, the like, like the big international conspiracy plot line having this much attention to detail put into it is making us dig in deeper and it's not that kind of story. It's like a this cool is, spy international yeah. cop. This is the story. kind of thing that I when I'm playing it I'm not thinking about any no. of this cuz I'm like, like Oh like, no, everyone's gonna Tokyo's gonna be wiped out. Shibuya's gonna die. There's a really funny uh funny I think it's not supposed to be funny, but it read as funny to me in the moment, uh shot of um Osawa like walking down a Tokyo street with like bodies strewn around him. Just kinda like a like a <laughs> it's just like a goofy framing. Uh-huh. Um Um Do you have anything else to say about Osawa? Uh there's a. What do you think about the bit where uh, him and Tanaka fuck in the bathroom? Incredible! It's so okay. This there feels are... a bit that could be divisive because it's a gay joke, right? Well, yes. The way that it's handled is so much better than I was expecting. Uh huh. Because it's it's um Tanaka wants to show it's a very small bathroom. <laughs> yes, Tanaka wants to show Osawa an email that Hitomi sent. Yes, him. What he says is, I want to show you something. He says, I've been waiting to get you all alone. I have something to show you. Yes. Close your eyes. Um, He doesn't say close your eyes. Uh, Actually, yes. He says, open your eyes. Look at this. <laughs> uh, and Osawa, there are three options. Um, The one that we chose the first time was like, oh, I didn't. I like I didn't. I It was almost like I didn't expect it to take this long. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's Osawa just being like. Oh, finally, we're going to get to, like, have sex in the bathroom while my daughter's yeah. been kidnapped, I It's guess. such a funny framing because he's like, whoa, I didn't know Tanaka saw me that way. But I guess all those long hours <laughs> yeah. in the labs, something was bound to happen eventually. Oh, my heart's not quite ready for this, but I'm going to try and steal myself to <laughs> suck Tanaka's big, big dick. <laughs> yes, um, the bit that it makes it funny instead of just, like, Is that Osawa's into it. Is that Osawa is, like, down to, pill- down to clown, yes. That is not what Tanaka is doing. It's like, oh yeah, he does not love his wife because of no. political marriage, and he like accepts that. But he's like, yeah, you know, uh huh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so that bit that bit did work for me, even though it's one of those bits that your mileage may vary, mm-hmm. right? Right. the The final bit of Osawa's story is, um. Morishita shows up at um wait 
Is that Minorikawa? Minorikawa. I don't know. How did I get um Minorikawa shows up at the Osawa residence at some point and um uh is trying to get an interview with Maria and Hitomi. They're obviously not home. They're being hunted. Uh um and so he's trying to get an interview with them because they want a beauty pageant. Yes. Um and so Osawa kind of has to head him off mm-hmm. and initially is like, "Ugh, I hate that guy. He mm-hmm. works for the the general gossip. Terrible." The um, gossip wrote an article about him and his wife's political marriage yeah. and his wife had a relationship with someone before him that he yeah. apparently doesn't know the identity of, who is clearly Tanaka. Yeah. Um and yeah and uh but and osawa ends up calling minorikawa and saying hey can you look into that story you wrote about me and my wife because he wants to know who that is i want i want like confirmation yeah he has also gotten a hold of tanaka after tanaka escapes from the house and right like, tanaka says what's going on he's like, like you take everything from me you don't care you're like this hollow shell of a person it's finally time for me to get what's mine and hangs up on him I don't think that anything Tanaka says is wrong. No. He's just going about it the wrong way. Yeah. But I again, would simply... Again, would simply he's not, not trying to sell a disease to bioterrorists. He's trying to sell a cure to a disease. Yeah. I don't think that's that bad. It's not like he destroyed all the samples in the lab. I just mean that I wouldn't uh, kidnap my boss's daughters to like... Okay. Well, there's all, all sorts of things you wouldn't do. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? I did, I did just have a cookie and like I feel all of the life returning to me. You have cookie energy now. Yeah. Powerful cookie. I think we're done with Osawa. Okay. Wait. Osawa. The 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 antivirals in Hitomi. Oh. Tanaka's there is a crater. funny. There's a funny bad end. I, I guess we can go through like funny bits after we're done summarizing everyone's. Mm-hmm. Um I just like the one where I goes and arrests Minorikawa <laughs> if she deals with him. She summons a pack of cops like it's yeah. her stand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's talk about Minorikawa, who, again, is kind of like the outsider looking in of all of this. Yes. In he is bumbling his way through the other four stories. I hope he gets a super cub back. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot that on... he started on a super cub. Super Cub is kind of an advertisement for Honda products, but it did kind of work on me because Super Cub's really good. So I have a yeah. fondness for Super Cubs. Super Cub is, hmm, it is more Eurocamp, mm-hmm. but Super Cub is not entirely unrelated to, as to why I got a Trail 125. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Minotikawa, he is a freelance writer. Uh, he is the most annoying man alive. I think he's. I think he's got some funny bit. Do you mean like? Oh, I mean like to? intentionally. Yes, he is hell to talk to. SMH artist. <laughs> he's not actually an artist. Well, depends on the if news. You is think an that, art. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. Hmm, is he an artist? He thinks he's objective. <laughs> he's okay. Yes, never mind. He is the most insufferable artist. Because he's like, no, you have to respect my art because it's objective truth. Uh, anyway, but he's ultimately a good guy. Yeah. He finds out, he gets a call from his his friend. Mm-hmm. 
who is this, uh, like I said, he used to be a journalist, who uh, an editor at a paper that Minority Cow worked at. Mm-hmm. Clashed a lot. He went on to found his own publishing company. Minority Kawa took some jobs for him after he quit uh, the newspaper business, mm-hmm. but uh, writing stuff for Four Star General Gossip. Uh, and the other magazines. Yes. But uh, he's kind of stopped doing that. It didn't that. pay very well. <laughs> pay wasn't good. and It fell a little too low brow for him, so he kind of abandoned yeah. it. But he finds out that Toyama is... Uh, Toyama kind of lets slip that this is a, a farewell call. <laughs> uh-huh. And so uh, Minorikawa rushes there and is like, "No, no, no! I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna personally fill six or twelve pages of this fucking magazine by six o'clock tonight. Eight, eight o'clock tonight. Okay. Right? It's four o'clock. He has to have half of it done. Yes. Although, again, I don't know how they're going to talk these long charts down. Yeah, it doesn't I... make it much sense. But again, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I guess Minorikawa." was told he needed like half of the pages by four yes he still uh, seems to be shooting for that but i well, guess he doesn't know how much no one is no one has told him that the loan sharks are out for blood it does feel like it does feel like the loan sharks is just gonna beat the shit out of toyama and then uh like go like go finish your fucking magazine or whatever yeah yeah um so yes minorikawa's notable features are uh he points directly at the camera and yells a lot yep he talks aloud really loudly while he's writing yep he thinks he's the coolest man on earth yep and his interview style is to uh pick a manly fight with whoever he's talking to until they uh start to deeply bond over (laughs) their uh uh, underneath the anger and then shake hands triumphantly at the end Uh uh-huh this is really effect- an effective interview style for him. However, he has difficulty turning off the asshole part after. So he ends up reigniting the fight after he's already gotten the interview. <laughs> often. Uh-huh. It is very funny to have him just, like, start insulting a guy. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you doing? And get all worked up. And someone's like, hey, whoa. I, I, I'm gonna gotta break this up. And he's like, I'm just in- doing an interview. This is my interview style. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, fun. So he meets up with Toyama. Yeah. Uh there was a there was a like draft proposal for what was gonna go in those pages. Pen, yeah. Why is Toyama in so much debt? Oh, right. This is uh, this is important. Last month's four star general gossip, which sold really well, apparently. Included a scratch card. Not the style of like Lotto scratch card that i associate with scratch tickets Mm -hmm. um but one where like every ticket is potentially a winner you only get to scratch off five uh five 25 spots yeah um and if all five are winners you win uh normally is it what hundred thousand yen yes a thousand bucks a pop um normally scratch tickets like this are printed with a special back that means you can't look through them to see which where this light uh where the winning symbols are mm-hmm. uh in this case there was like a miscommunication with the printer and so they weren't printed with that special back which meant that you could just hold it up to light and and win every ticket yeah because so, every ticket is a winner stop uh, yeah. He's deeply in debt. I really don't understand how he can't get out of this uh, by being like, it's a printing error. 
yeah. uh, and take the the credibility hit over uh, being beaten to death with a baseball bat by a bald man with sunglasses. But uh, he decided to end his own life by <laughs> getting beaten to death by a baseball bat with um with a, while his with daughter crosses her hands him. and shakes her head, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, the the draft proposal gave Minorikawa a list of stories to pursue. The first is uh, he goes to the electronic shop, right? Where yes. Achi lives and chats with Achi's father who has installed a massive security network all across of Shibuya and basically says, but it's good because it helps catch criminals. And I'm the one in charge of it and my moral compass yes. is okay. So, um, and then... Where does he go from there? He heads to... Yeah, he's got to get to the Burning Hammer demo for a while. One second. Is it... But he does another story. He sits down for another story to before the Burning Hammer. Oh, there's a, also, a, importantly, a cursed dry ice machine. Oh, the yes. There is a, a, like, there are a couple of subplots going on. One of the, one of the funniest is uh, the plot about the theater troupe that mm-hmm. is in itself about the theater troupe trying to put on a play that is in itself a play. <laughs> yes, a, a play about themselves trying to put on a play. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. This is this is classic performance <laughs> art to me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I just used. Do you remember that there's a suspicious blimp with uh, Aya Kamaki on it that they pointed out has been fl- hovering over Shibuya for the past day? Oh, I had completely forgotten that. The fact that they pointed it out is very mm. suspicious to me. He spent he he spent some time trying to find a cafe that right, allows him to smoke, smoke because the yeah. scolding pub girl yells at him and chases him out of uh, Collabo. Uh he ends oh. up he ends up in the cafe with Rumi and he gets well. a hold of a uh the only person who will answer his calls a girl named uh Chikai mm, right, Chiaki, right Chiaki, Chiaki. who who is the most pathetic woman in existence she's a great writer yes but I don't know fix- I don't know how she's a great writer if she cannot interview anyone to save her life it like, feels like at this point she should just write fiction yeah <laughs> to me but uh okay the the bit with her mm-hmm. is that she had an hour-long interview where all she was able to get out was the question of wh- who the interviewer was she asked their <laughs> what, name what their name was um and of course instead of tasking her to like do the write-ups of the things uh-huh. that he is uh getting interviews for he tasks her to go talk to a, a bunch of strangers strangers not even people who were not expecting to be interviewed. Um, there are there's at least one, maybe two bad ends where she just disappears. Remember the Kinder Partners? <laughs> They're incredible. When he like has to find her and give her a pep talk, and she's just sobbing by the Shibuya. This is uh, by Hachiko. This is a thing where should we say what Hachiko is? Do people know what Hachiko is? People pretty probably famous. know what Hachiko, Hachiko is. is a statue of a dog that uh, waited for its master that passed away until the dog itself died. Yeah. Uh, and there's a statue of it in Shibuya, a famous statue that is used as a meeting spot. It's what uh, 
dog from Persona 3. Mm-hmm. Also doing that. Yes, yes. Um. Anyway, Chucky uh, is crying in front of the statue. Okay. The the Kinder Partners is a uh, make a great case for this ha- not having or having barely any uh video because they would not work if they had to actually act out no. what they're doing. But when you just get pictures of them doing exactly what Minori Kawa is doing. Yes, yes. Like all Crossing three of their all arms. three of them in sync. It's really good. It's really funny. Yeah, uh, they're just kind of watching her cry yes. in their like ele- Japanese elementary school uniforms. Uh-huh. Uh they they were I think if I remember the tooltip correctly, it's like they always they like to go play around at the at the like model train yeah. or like uh dem- not model because it's full size. Uh-huh. But um like example train car uh and the and the like uh like uh, metro police or uh-huh. whatever have have termed them the kinder partners which is yes. like cute uh it does say that the kin- it did say in game that the kinder partners are looking down at her like you might uh a stray hungry dog <laughs> <laughs> that is to be fair about as much respect as she seems to deserve yes she or really what i mean to say is she got into the wrong line of work seriously okay Okay, so he has to go. He's trying to write up the security camera story. Yeah. Uh, Chiaki stuff interrupts. Yep. Not a lot of stuff actually happens for a while. Okay. He, and then he the kind of has the run runaround dealing with Chiaki. He runs into Miku, the the oh, fighter, yeah. who he knows because she was a bonsai champ, like a junior bonsai champion or something like that. She was a junior bonsai champion. And then uh, some punks came and and destroyed all of her bonsai trees. Yes. And so she vowed to get strong enough to beat them all up. And he introduced her to a martial arts teacher. Uh And now she is a uh, monstrous fighter Uh who almost beats him unconscious if he uh, doesn't apologize swiftly (laughs) for bumping into her. Yeah. She's fun. Uh She does get beaten by Tama and then give up on the martial arts life. Well, she gave up on Bride specifically. She I guess says, she is looking for something new to do. With yeah, I'm sure we will yeah. find her uh, yeah. finding her purpose later on. Absolutely. Uh, did we talk about Thomas' deal? Yes, we did. We talked about uh, the the band burning hammer thing. Yeah. Oh, anyway. right. The reason that the reason that Tama fights uh, and defeats uh miku is that miku destroys all the burning hammer yes achi destroys all the burning hammer and then uh tama saw some burning hammer in a hundred yen shop Uh uh-huh uh or knickknack store um and goes to buy it but uh since miku uses her body to make her living she's like well i i might as well try the burning hammer i guess Uh, not try she says she drink all of it needs all of it (laughs) um and yes and so mm-hmm. uh tama they they fight which i think you can it's either a uh uh rock paper scissors which <laughs> leads to a funny bad end tama can only throw paper uh-huh. not the, but this is the thing she can close her fist to do the rock paper scissors i think that she's just very bad at rock paper yeah, scissors she just always throws paper and does not understand that that's not what you Strategy. should do <laughs> um uh maybe this i wonder if she's always been bad at it or if getting hit in the head uh 
took away her memory of how to play rock paper scissors uh mm. beyond like <laughs> the rules this isn't even like an elementary school <laughs> yeah. level um uh the two that and then yeah you can ask for a straight up fight or do the rhyming game uh-huh. which i assume is uh whatchamacallit yeah the like word end yeah um one that it ends in a fight really end. work in english they didn't try that hard to like mm-hmm. get it to work but um uh, and then they fight anyway yeah and then they fight anyway um as Miku is increasingly confused as to what Tom is saying. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fine, we'll just beat up each other. Uh-huh. Minorikawa goes to the demo, watches it turn into uh chaos. He finally gets an interview with Yanagishita at the end, and Yanagishita, who has already spoken with Tama, is like gives him this like inspiring tale of like, you know, I took a chance to pay some debts. There was a woman who I loved, who I spent everything, I lost everything on, you know, which he is that. He says spent everything on yes. because it was Miku. It was Miku, yes, who uh, he spent all his money at that bar watching her. You know, he probably just needs to sell his bride membership and he could yeah, probably. That, that is, they do call out that like bride memberships go for an absurd amount of money. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's absolutely the end of, or at some point in his in his uh like um in his bumping into mm-hmm. other stories he should just sell the bride membership and he would make a lot of money um also there's a bad end in there where uh oh he he has like a storeroom full of other failed scam products <laughs> that he has spent more money on than the person getting scammed that he's trying to scam should yes I like the eel Tamagotchis. They're, uh, it is a saucy little eel. <laughs> it's a saucy little eel. And it is also going to get saucy when you cut it up at the end and turn it into eel sushi. Yes. Everything from like, it's like fine, fine to, uh, like gourmet sushi. Uh, it's a very funny, like, oh, that's not how Tamagotchi work. Like, Tamagotchi are supposed to be like pets and friends. And this is, no. You need the like you need the special sushi knife and you need you need to feed them the right stuff to make uh-huh. them the best eel that they can be. Um there's also some miracle stones, mm-hmm. like which are clearly like resin uh objects in the shape yes. of uh, of gems. Uh but uh, there's a bad end where Tama can discover a latent talent for hypnosis that allows <laughs> her to move them at massive volumes and they start uh they go international together. Uh-huh. They go international together, and uh, Minorikawa ends up trying to write a like glowing reviews of the Miracle Stones. And uh, Toyama, despite the fact that he desperately needs to fill these eight pages to keep his life, says no. Well, he also needs it to sell. <laughs> That's fair. the The magazine does not hypnotize you with a Miracle Stone. No. Uh, I okay, Ben. I'm going to be honest. I bet the 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 quality of reporting that we are led to believe exists in the four star general gossip leads me to believe that they have definitely run like 
health food puff pieces before oh, and like oh do you guys but they need this one to sell better than usual this is the bit with general gossip is that sometimes they get a big story and all of a sudden it sells like a lot of copies and I that's what's it... happening right he's trying to find the big story yeah i guess that's... which is going to be he's going to break news of like an international dro- uh, conspiracy yeah. yeah um Let's see. He ends up at the uh, cafe again. He keeps going back to the only cafe that'll let him smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about this ketchup spaghetti? Uh, I read something else recently that also had it in it. Uh, there, th- there was like a little translator note that just said a Japanese spaghetti dish. <laughs> um, Seems fucked up, right? I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I think ketchup belongs in one place, and it's on fries. Mm, you don't even like ketchup mm. on a burger. Okay. I, burger and ketchup, fries ketchup, is where... Or, okay, two places. Fries, mm-hmm. basically all the time. Yes. Uh, really good, like, homemade seasoned fries. Don't necessarily need it, but uh, it's, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to compromise. Uh, and fast food burgers. Mm. A home burger, like, with good meat. You don't need ketchup on that, baby. I always put ketchup on a burger. I know this about you. I put ketchup on a lot of things. I don't eat spaghetti, and I don't really like tomato sauce on either. But like ketchup, just seems weird. This is the this is the problem. Is I conceptually I love omurice. Yeah, but ketchup, I don't belongs love on egg. Egg is good with ketchup. What are you talking? about? Egg is good with ketchup. ketchup ben, and egg ben is, is crazy. It's all like I haven't even had omu rice, but like this is this is this is good. I'll I'll try making you uh like not fancy omu rice, just like rice with. I would love this, but uh, Ben ketchup rice with ketchup on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I will I will slather your rice with ketchup, and I will slather your eggs with ketchup. Yes, um, but not my I'll put spaghetti. A, I'll put that a big weird. I'll put a big heart on the on the eggs. You gotta I love cast you a so spell much. to make it more delicious, Ben. Moi moi kun. I can make delicious things so... I can make delicious things, period. Mm-hmm. And I can make them even more delicious mm-hmm. with a little spell. Yes. Okay. My love is the spell. Uh-oh. I realized that I could also refer to you. What? You know what I just realized? This is an uh This is a... Uh, as a player of the game, uh-oh. He goes to Osawa's house. He tries to get the interview. He yeah. gets turned down. He yeah. gets he gets his uh get his gift card, his business card in the door. Uh <laughs> oh, real quick. Sorry, you said business card, and I remembered about the Lord who has sold advertising on, on the, the front back. of his business card. Right on the front. <laughs> but who's advertising? There's 20 guys left. Then he goes to do the interview with the wandering angels, not the wandering sons. I don't know why I keep calling them in my notes. The there is a sons. there is a manga called the Wan- wandering sun. Yeah, but which I is what I that. always think of. But no, it's the wandering angels. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and he has a very aggressive interview with this with the head of the wandering angels, who used to be a broadcast television writer, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, uh, it is it's a fun very, scene. It is very funny the bit where uh, they like they bond and then uh, and then Minorikawa lets slip that the 
article's title is something like washed up screenwriters where are they now uh, um it does seem like he's kind of washed up i did not get the get the feeling that his transition to theater was entirely uh of his own volition uh-huh but here's the bit at the end of that interview before um before Oarai, uh the the screenwriter manages to deck him, he gets a phone call from Osawa asking yeah. him to look into the thing, yep. and then he leaves. Pen, he never told anyone about the dry ice machine. Oh, the dry ice machine! I said earlier that there's a cursed dry ice machine. What it does is never turn off once it starts up. Yeah, just makes dry ice uh-huh. endlessly. Yeah, they said that it's See? not on, but it's drawing a lot of power. <laughs> There's even a bit in, yeah, in Hitomi and um, uh, Achi, mm-hmm. Achi. Um, Hachiko made me want to say Achiko. <laughs> and I was like, that's Achiko. not right. Um, uh, in, in Achi's bit, yeah, where they overhear some of the theater troupe being like, it's really weird. Why? Hey, why are we even using a dry ice machine? Like, we've had a, we've had a fog machine for so long. Um so that thing right, just yes. explode dry ice. I think that it feels. I think it is brought up in this time chunk. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he thinks. Does he think about it? Has he entirely forgotten? He's about entirely it? forgotten yeah. about it. Uh, There's a long extended bit of him freaking out that his computer is broken. Uh, where he has not plugged it in, and a waitress has to help him. Yeah, yeah, he has to plug it in. And then he pulls the plug and blames everyone else in the restaurant first. And then is like, oh, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to work. Um, I would not stay in a cafe with this man. No. I would, yeah. One, I wouldn't be in a smoking cafe. No. But, um, which I guess is like good for me. I don't have to deal with the Minorikawas of the world. Um. But yes, he has forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. And now he's going off to uh, look into um, the case for Osawa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The investigation. And presumably to write up his write up article. the yeah, articles. That Chika, uh, Chiaki has, uh, says that she got together what she needed to get together. Yeah. Uh, so she's actually going to finish. After, after his advice, which did seem like decent advice. Yeah. Uh, and... And with help from um, uh, Sasayama, yeah. actually answering one of her questions, yeah. um, she has, uh, it does seem like he's led her to a brighter future where mm-hmm. she might talk to people a little better. Yeah. We'll see. She still has to write up that article. We'll see if she has yeah. a nervous breakdown while it's happening. Kind of doubt, doubt she's just going to vanish from the... Uh... Okay. So, Minorikawa is looking into. Yeah, Minorikawa is uh, headed back to the the office. To I and I's previous relationship. Yep. I is Osawa's wife. Osawa is Osawa uh, just waiting on Minorikawa. Yes, and he's trying. Oh, to, right. He knows about Tanaka. Now. We also didn't say Osawa got a job offer from an American company. Yes. Um and. In his discussions with um, his or the head of the company, I's father, mm-hmm. he meets up with I's father at one point. Um, 
Eyes Father forces him to uh, call the headhunter and and decline the offer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is, yeah, I think like had everyone around him aside from Tanaka. Tanaka is still mad at Osawa. Yeah, everyone around him is a little happier with him now. Yes, <laughs> because he's not potentially leaving for America. Tom but, has a gun. Or Maria has a gun to her head. Yeah, the man with uh, with the cane. Yep. Achi and Hitomi have been intercepted by Kanan, who's going to tell them everything. Uh, Kano is running to help Sasayama, who's been right, stabbed yes. by Tariq, the yep. uh, head of the syndicate of fo- evil foreigners who operate out of Shibuya and are working for the real mastermind, Leland Palmer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I assume. Again, spoilers for Twin Peaks. Leland Palmer is an international criminal mastermind. I wouldn't call him a mastermind. I was joking. Kind of having a fun time, though. Yeah. Okay, wait. There was another plot thread that is kind of... Oh, right. The man with the cane. We know who yes. the man with the cane is. Yeah. We haven't gotten, like... It's... They haven't, like, okay. said his right. name when he's We on didn't screen, say. But... Kano, Kano idolizes uh, a detective Tateno. Yes. Who... And uh, writes down everything that Tateno says in his journal. His, to be fair, Tateno does... dictums does speak in like proverbs yes the little bits of him that we've seen is like oh yeah every sentence he said it is like supposed to be mm-hmm. wise um and so but yes Tateno is has turned or is like doing his own thing he knows something that others don't trying kano, to kill hitomi kano is sure that it's uh, that he's doing something good yes um Stanley, Jack Stanley, the American, is it's sure that he's, a, that he's spy. a spy. Yeah, uh, he definitely is trying to kill Hitomi. He has said as much. Uh, but why? Do you remember why Kano is so obsessed with him in the first place? Do you remember the thing that he does? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, so, yeah, Kano f- falls in love with uh, Tateno because um there's a like tense standoff with uh someone who has doused themselves and uh the building that they are in or the floor that they're on uh-huh. uh in gasoline and is uh like um threatening to light it unless something i don't know Some i think it was demand. a failed like bank robbery or something oh, like that is maybe, the yeah. is the bit that i got um, uh, but he was yeah, trying to it, steal something, is what yes, it was. Yes. Um but he, there are there are other floors. I guess it could be a bank, but like bank it might not be a bank but with um particularly yeah, yes. um, he was he's a thief of some kind. He's gotten himself cornered. He covered he like coats like pours gasoline yes. on him to Um and Tateno douses himself in gasoline and walks in and hands the guy a lighter and uh he takes the lighter away from him. That's a bit. The guy has a lighter. Does okay. Tateno, uh puts his life on the line with yes, him, yes. so that he can talk with him on ev- uh, even terms, is what he says. And Kano is, and then gently takes the lighter from him. Okay. When the guy goes into shock. Okay. Uh, and Kano is uh, head over heels for him mm-hmm. ever since. Uh, he yes, truly in like all senses of the word, idolizes yes. uh, Tateno. So. Hitomi's probably carrying the disease, right? And it's incubating now. That's probably why the guy's trying to kill her, right? Well, I guess it's theory time, right? Does he think... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, let's see. Do you think the play will be put on correctly, Ben? Uh, let's, start with, let's start with the low-stakes stuff. Do you think that the play will go okay? 
I think that uh, the ice machine is going to cause a Batman, Mr. Freeze style downtown turns to ice situation <laughs> at the rate we're going. Okay, that would be very funny. Uh huh. Um, I hope that I hope that we get to. I hope some character shows up to the play so that we get to see some yeah. of it. Uh huh. Um, yes. So, hmm. Did Maria's not going to get okay. shot? Does no. I guess does Tateno know which sister is which at this point? He called her Hitomi. Yeah. He when that she when he known. was. Oh, he when called he was, Maria. Yes, he told me. Okay, when he had the gun pointed at. So he does think that the sister who has gotten the virus and gotten the antiviral, he needs to kill her for some reason. Yes, Tanaka is happy killing either of them. He says like, "Oh, I don't care. Actually, you're both in the way." Yes. Um. Yeah, they're Osawa's kids. They're not I's kids. Yeah. So what is? I don't think that she's contagious. Like, I think she's been infected, or I think it's possible that she's been infected again, <laughs> or something okay. like that. Or, Presumably, but, hmm. or the I think antiviral part of is the... having some kind of bad effect and is going to mm. cause uh, something terrible to happen. Okay. Uh, but the, I do think... The bits that, that's throwing me is him saying, it's for your own sake, Achi. Like, he knows... The the thing that we haven't said is I think he knows Achi from when Achi used to be a gang leader mm-hmm. and Tateno was on the like juvenile uh yeah. uh yeah police in, in charge of juveniles. So, Achi doesn't recognize him, but that makes yeah. sense. They they know each other. Or there's a there's a tip somewhere that says like, oh, everyone in juvenile knew about uh Achi. about Achi, even if they hadn't actually interacted with him. If you told me a sick, um, she's not currently contagious. Because it yes. doesn't become contagious till there's symptoms. Yes. Then, for his own sake, think, would be hmm. he's gonna get sick if he stays with her. Yeah. That's, but I think that's, I think that's that like they the specifically call out that like the antiviral helps your body get time to develop white blood cells. Mm-hmm. Um. So she should be immune to the virus, especially only like a week after she first got it. I would think so. I would think so. But also, you know. Uh-huh. Uh But. Something is going to happen if he stays with Hitomi. Yeah. You know it I mean? might it might very well be well I know that the International Criminal Syndicate is after Hitomi and I know that you're not going to leave Hitomi alone while she's being targeted and so that's ergo, like, if I kill you then or if I kill her then you're free to go. That seems like a lot of trouble to go to for a guy that you know about. Yeah. That doesn't seem right to me. They have you know what I mean? Tateno, yeah, has something. Maybe Tateno is like mixed up with his dad or something. But killing or... an innocent girl yeah. seems pretty intense. Unless Hitomi is actually evil, which is she's so so Princess Peach. You know what I mean? Yes. That like it it would be interesting if she it would be a be wild twist evil. in the like tone of this game for Hitomi to turn out to be a mastermind. Uh huh. Uh huh. Somehow. Um, uh, but there is something up with her. Yeah. Something bad is going to happen. I guess, yeah, I'm being thrown because, like, Stanley is, is certain that it... I guess... Okay, here's the thing. Here's my thinking. Tateno could have been lying. Mm-hmm. He knows Achi's name, and and it could have just been a, like... But he wants oh, to kill Hitomi gonna, for sure. Yeah, you know, yes. What I'm saying is, he could be a spy, and he could have been lying when he said, it's for your own good. 
but or that doesn't feel like like that is that moment feels like it's supposed to be a uh ooh what's up with Tateno and not oh he's just lying to get what he wants yeah it's been too regular right yeah uh there's a chance that he's actually after something else with Hitomi because he was like good he's not around when he was pointing the gun at Maria that mm-hmm. calling her Hitomi so he could like suddenly turn and then reveal something yeah. now that Achi is not there maybe he doesn't actually want to kill her but I don't know yeah uh do you think Sasayama will live I think Sasayama will be fine okay. it's gonna turn out that he has like something under his shirt that protected him or something like that yeah like, he's bleeding a little bit but his abs of literal steel it was a trick knife uh um, he had a little blood pack he like pulls it out and the blade is actually only an inch long <laughs> yeah um there was a lot of blood around him yeah but um oh we forgot to mention the fact that uh the thomas suit is actually a demonic mech suit uh from another dimension yeah this is a bad end yeah this is, this is well, like it's a bad end but also like at various points like tugging on the zipper too hard makes it make cat sounds which is the first that this is the reason that i was like oh did it devour its occupant is she becoming a cat mm-hmm. and no it's, it's just not even suit, actually yeah. cat sounds it's the sound of like machinery grinding on the inside right, of it right, that just happens right. to sound like meowing um right it's called a cats yes <laughs> c-a-t-s i don't know what that abbreviation stands for uh i don't remember either but um yeah it feels like a or my the connection i made was to full metal panic fumofu mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um but yeah it sucks uh sasayama and kano into another dimension yeah. oh and the the costume rental guy yes i how long until we see the costume rental guy's dad uh who is always wearing a rabbit suit <laughs> that i loves? respect that man so much for going to parents day wearing his like favorite rabbit mask on cost yes for for uh like basically his son and his wife being the only two who know what he looks like yes. everyone else just knows him as the rabbit guy uh-huh he's living his best life yeah i again i like full sincerity mean that i respect mm-hmm. this man so much mm-hmm. um oh uh, let's see i'm excited i i like the one of my favorite bits of playing this is the like the first uh the first tooltip you get for the wandering angels mm-hmm. which is like ends with like episode one of six and then it's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> because it is funny that like they some words are highlighted, they have uh-huh. little tooltips. Some of them are lore specific to this world. Some of them are general like information about like real life. Mm-hmm. Some of them kind of blur the line. They do they do mark which is uh like general knowledge versus which is yes. four twenty eight specific. And there's some funny ones where it's like ninety percent of this is general knowledge, but it's marked four twenty eight because it mentions the character th- whose perspective we're in right now. But the funny thing is, every the same word might get tagged multiple times over the course of a chapter or a conversation. Or, mm-hmm. But every time it'll be different. It'll yes. say something different. It will have the same like little bit or a similar little bit at the beginning explaining what the uh-huh. thing is, and then it'll go into something else. Or it'll in be the another case gag. Of the wandering angels. It's just the next part it's of the just play. the next part of the plot. Or or I think it's in Minori Kawa's in the 
1400 to 1500 block um for minori kawa the first one is an explanation of who the wandering angels are mm. and i was like a little let down and then it shows up again and it is the next part of the story and i was like hell yeah <laughs> um let's see there's an all you can eat uh ice or uh there's a thousand scoop ice cream contest oh yes that is absolutely like Cheers, uh, run i think that that um Chitty is just wandering around like a locust, devouring everything in sight. Yeah. I don't know how this woman like affords anything to live. Um, yes, it, it is uh, hardly a like prediction so much as uh, what seeing the future yes. that she will eat the thousand scoops. Oh, okay, here's the yes. Here's the thing: is does Yanagishita have to? Does Yanagishita? prepare to like tearfully sell his bride membership and then he's rescued by cheery eating a thousand scoops of ice cream he also has a little bit of money uh sort of in in a scratch card that got scratched off correctly because there's a bunch of these magazines just around that toyama should really be going around destroying uh-huh. uh but he's too busy running yeah. Yanagishita's been gathering them because he found out that there's a surefire way to make money. But he means a surefire way to make money so far as luck will carry him through. And he's been ruining them. Yes. <laughs> Saving Toyama thousands and thousands of dollars. Which is, okay, here's the bit. Yeah. But yeah. Toyama accidentally perfectly scratched one off yeah. while trying to destroy it. He could simply scratch more one of more, them. Yes. That would be fine. Um,. So yeah, I, it, Cheery at the very least is going to do the scoops of yeah. ice cream. Was there money in it for that? Yes. Okay. Was it almost exactly as much as uh, Yagish- Yanagishita owes? I a couple million yen? Think so. I don't remember how much it was, <laughs> was the, but... I love a lot of the little background characters. Like the guy who's like, yes. I'm, a, I'm on my practice run before I beat the challenge. And he's on his second parfait. This is, again, 1,000 scoops of ice cream. He's on his second parfait, and he's and been to the bathroom five times. Five times. <laughs> that man is lactose intolerant. They've got like what twenty porta potties out back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there are. Again, it's like it's hard to talk about. It's, it is hard to talk about comedy stuff in general. Oh, it's ten million yen. I'm oh yeah, right so now. plenty of money plenty. for. Even if they, it would probably solve Toyama's problem too. If we could get that money to her, Um, to him, so that may end up being the solution to both of their problems. But Cherry hasn't really interacted with Toyama. We haven't gotten the uh, what you call it, the sad employee whose life, whose like life savings is on the line of that shop. Uh huh. Who can't let anyone win? So that's that's just free money, basically. Uh Uh, well, it, yeah, it felt like a chain, like a, mm-hmm. um, it's corporate that would have to pay for it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Poor, lonely individual who's just trying his best. But yes, um, comedy stuff is hard to talk about because a lot of it comes down to, oh, this bit was funny. This is also why it's kind of hard to talk about a lot of hollow ataraxia. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, here's my favorite bits. They're not funny when I just say them, but I'm having fun telling them. Yeah. It's why we ended up spending uh or why we ended up playing half of this game and it's still going to be a pretty short episode it's like we spent what did i say 23 hours uh which is like oh that's such a the amount of time that we spent on like 
stay night or tsukihime per episode is mm-hmm. so much lower okay um, let's do some pr- let's go character by character okay, yes sorry kano do you think stanley's evil actually evil be given that basically every foreign character has so far been or except for kanan yes has so far been some kind of evil like yeah of course the like hyper competent uh uh us um probably a cia agent is do you think he's the villain Ooh. do you think that america is the country that is trying to weaponize this disease that would be so funny ben that would be so funny because it's not like we need to test nukes we know that the ones that we have work well this is the thing is like uh you can make some kind of distinction between the use of biological weapons and the use of nuclear weapons right yeah it's Uh, i guess the thing is like yeah i guess you could say there's more plausible denial yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I, i bet that you could you could say that like Oh, if the U.S. soldiers had the antiviral with them, then we could bomb places where we have, I say we, like, we are, we live in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I don't mean that, that, and, like, I don't mean to claim, yeah, anyway, language is weird. Yeah. Um, Oh, we could bomb places where there are U.S. soldiers with the virus, but U.S. soldiers would be fine because they have the antiviral, Uh yeah. Or you could do covert operations where you like release stuff in subways yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Whereas with a nuke, uh, if the United it's States kind of launches a nuke yeah. at someone, that this is like grounds for a nuclear. This is the whole theory of uh, of like t- t- deterrence, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. if you, one person launches a nuke, there is a good chance everyone's going to start shooting nukes at each other. So like this is terrifying. To be clear, I don't. Hmm. I don't think. I think that we know that the the power that has if i remember correctly mm-hmm. the power that has uh um the the virus is middle eastern okay that makes sense uh i could be misremembering that but like you know middle east africa it's all the same really uh, it's not like it's not like south africa is as far away from the middle east as like <laughs> you can get without being across the ocean uh-huh. uh it's just uh-huh. next door uh-huh. i could be i could be misremembering that but but if, that makes sense but it's like a middle is, eastern terrorist yes, thing yes. it sucks that is the general vibe is oh yeah it's like some evil middle eastern country uh like the the israeli palestine uh conflict got name dropped which is like a crazy thing to have to like see in this game when the like ongoing genocide of the palestinian people is occurring i think they they uh i think i made a note of it that i was like i guess they did the best that they could when they talked about it and then we're like it's way too complicated to go in here to yeah. here um this is a fun backdrop to them it's like yeah. not so but fun this is now. the thing is like uh now it's always been either unfun is the either thing. either avoid it entirely or explicitly say that like yes this is a terrible situation mm-hmm. where uh like yeah now currently genocide is being enacted it would be mega funny if israel was the evil country (laughs) trying to weaponize this disease in that case ben then yes the u.s would also be Be like implicit yes i know implicit uh which Uh, yeah that that is a great way to make stanley evil is mm -hmm. say oh yeah it's not 
like the U.S. is in is indirectly involved because one of our allies mm-hmm. is the ones trying to do all of this. Um, God. Um. Let's see. So yeah, Kano. I assume that Stanley is going to be proven to be. He's like, wrong about to most of I'm the sure. like. It's not a very like. Most of the mysteries are less misdirect and more. We just haven't told you something yet. Yeah. yeah. And so seeing someone say, "Be careful of Stanley. He's evil." Mm-hmm. Feels like I don't think that that's a misdirect. I think that that's just saying, "Hey." He's he's too competent for this kind of story to not be uh-huh. evil. Uh, uh, Achi will continue running around. Achi and Hutomi are together. With they Kanan. have Kanan. Kanan is much tougher than Achi. It's very funny because Achi's introduced as like the tough guy yeah. at the beginning. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then he kind of gets his ass handed to him a lot, or he's not strong enough to like handle situations, so they have to run a lot. That, and then the, they the meet thing Kanan, is, who is like. No, I will just butcher my way through a crowd of men. <laughs> yes. The thing about Achi is that, like, oh, yes, he's, like, okay in a fight. Yeah. He's not, like... He's not even confident a against secret one agent. guy who is a good boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Sorry. is a better fighter than he's, him. He's, he's good in a street fight. Yes. Which is, just, which is, like, yeah, of course, that's where all your experience is from, is, like, fighting other kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't expect you to be a... Yeah. A secret agent. Given the like but... silly genre of this, I kind of expected him to have ascent borderline superpowers when it mm-hmm. came to fighting, but it's funny that the a, a bunch of other people have been introduced with borderline superpowers yeah. when it comes to fighting. Uh okay. Tama. Tama. Maria, Maria she's not going to get shot by no. this guy. What the fuck is up with her necklace? She put it on and then it hasn't come up since. Okay. This is the thing is that it's stolen. From someone. It's important to someone. Yeah. It could be hers. It could be the the vaccine or the virus or something like that. It, it is something big like enough that. that it feels like you could, like, crack it open. Hide something and, in it. And there's something in there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, but, yes, the, the knick-knack shop guy is just going around stealing people's shit and then putting it in his shop. Well, it does... Yes. He's an interesting character because it feels like it's a mix of... Oh, yes, he is actually, like, thieving. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, there's just, like, stuff around yeah. that people have discarded that uh-huh. is still uh, valuable to someone. Yeah. Um, you know the guys. And it's Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is interesting seeing it, it played both ways. Because, like, all we've ever seen him doing is picking up stuff, like, off of the street. Uh-huh. But then every time someone talks to him, he's like, oh, don't it's- worry about it. It's borderline illegal, whatever yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Um, and but but you remember in Tatami Galaxy, the bike guys, yes, <laughs> the, like clean up uh, the the city organization uh-huh. that was cutting bikes off of locks uh-huh. if you leave them alone for six seconds. We got to get back to that at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, necklace is definitely important. Yeah, though I'm not sure what for. Uh, maybe it'll turn out to be just totally sentimental and a whole red herring. Yeah. Could uh-uh. be, a, yeah, it could be like her mom's or something. It is fun to have Maria out of the costume now because 
everyone has some kind of connection to Hitomi and now believes that she is Hitomi, but she doesn't remember who she is, so she can't even deny that she is Hitomi. Uh-huh. And that's that's fun, like, antics. Yes. Or, and, yeah, yeah, even people who have a connection with Maria, Assume she's, she's still Hitomi. like, who are you? <laughs> Uh, uh, except for uh, her firm uh, bonds of brotherhood with uh, Yanagi Shita and Chiri. Yeah. Who she keeps bumping into for some reason. She seems more exhausted with Yanagi Shita than anything. He did pay her, but yeah. now he's not holding anything over yeah. her. Um, uh, Osawa. Osawa. I feel like his his stuff is most going to be determined by other plots. Like... He knows what's up, but he has very little agency as a character. It's a bad end for him to say that there's about to be a like bio terror attack on. I think the it's city. a it is a bad end for him to completely lose it mm-hmm. uh, because he thinks that there's going to be a yeah. like bio terror. Although he did say in that moment, like I will cooperate and help you with everything. Yeah, but then it's still bad. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that's not what's happening. Um, what about the blimp? Could the blimp uh, be about to release uh, the virus on the city? That feels like an like incredibly like obvious thing. I, I, I again, the blimp is the blimp is brought up in like the second chapter, uh huh, and then hasn't like it's been in the background of stuff since. But, but it's, they mention it so weird. They're like, oh, it showed up over Shibuya. Yeah, could it, it could be like a mobile command station for either the terrorists or uh the americans or something like that yeah could i uh aya kamiki the the idol be behind it oh oh we, we didn't forgot this we forgot to say that uh really osawa osawa is part of a 40 and over community <laughs> uh fans of aya kamiki who is a like I guess she's probably in her 20s, mm-hmm. but aimed at teens idol. Yes. Uh, singer, um, I guess, yeah, more more music than idol, uh-huh. as far as we've seen. I don't know how different those actually are. Um, but Right, she's not part of an idol group. She's an yeah. independent. Or but, so. so he posts on the forum. He listens to her music to calm down. Uh, he chats regularly on the forum with someone who's only... The only handle that Osawa knows them by is Pretty Honey. Pretty Honey. A uh, 19-year-old girl. A 19-year-old girl who is definitely Shizuo, the uh, Rumi's dad. Who Kano's is, so future Kano's father-in-law. Future father-in-law, yeah. Um, and he, she has strong opinions about the police and organic, organic farming. farming. <laughs> uh, which is just, it's a, it's a good bit. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Uh yes, the the Ayakamaki thing with him is so funny because it's like it's so funny that he's this very serious uh virologist well, guy whose bit as, is basically he's an otaku about one specific thing. Yes. You know what I mean? He, he even says, I didn't even understand the purpose of art. And then like I I I just uh for a birthday present picked up you know whatever the popular album was for my daughters and he told me liked it and um maria Maria didn't uh 
That's right. So he kept Maria's. Yes. Or wait, is it the other way around? No, it is that. Because Maria was very distant from him. But Um, uh, it's not in Hitomi's room, so he may have gotten it wrong. Yeah. Or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, But... uh, Yeah, and so the daughter who didn't like it put it on his desk Mm -hmm. and... Uh, he dis- he discovered the joy of art. <laughs> it's so funny because you know that thing that people well, that like no go ahead. Yeah, it it feels like it like oh it could have been literally any like female pop idol, and it just happened to be Aya Kamiki. Osawa is one of those guys who's like you know, once I had my daughters, I realized that women are humans, mm-hmm. human beings with full internality and like real lives in them. Except for instead of his daughters are like in the background doing something. And he's like, when I first listened to I Comfy, <laughs> that was the moment I realized that women have a purpose in the world. It does feel like not just women, like other people. It is, it is all, all people. Um, he seems like a bad dad. Yeah. Like just generally not a pleasant person to be no. around. He's like not. Hmm. I was gonna say he's not unpleasant to be around because he's just neutral. But then you still have to cook for him and clean for him and all yeah. this shit. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's expected. he needs a lot of taken care of, and he doesn't yeah. like give anything back. No. Yeah. If he like took care of himself, if he basically didn't exist uh, yeah. in their household, then it's like it's bad in a different way. But at least you're not doing a bunch of chores to to like keep his life running. Yeah, uh, it's not real in li- like enlightened distance. If other people have to take care of you, yes, yeah. you know. Um. Uh, yeah. There's so many ways this could go. I have oh, no idea yeah. how like the, uh da- actually dangerous this plot line is going to get. This is right. this is just sorry to keep bringing up Clark reckless sympathy. But what you just said was reminded me of Khan saying, "Oh, Glory is really self-sufficient." And then on no, it's one of the random kitchen staff being like, "Doesn't sound very self-sufficient if she's having you run like errands for her all the time." Uh, yes, which is like Osawa is absolutely like, "I'm so self-sufficient." Uh, yes, Tanaka. I don't, I don't make is specific like, requests for what uh, my personal chef will make me. They just make whatever. Yeah, and I think isn't that beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Um I guess he does he does realize that like oh Tanaka I could not have gotten here without Tanaka. But has he ever said that to Tanaka? No, of course not. Um okay. Minorikawa is going to keep pointing at things. It is funny when he does the point. I don't like it. You don't like the point? It's exhausting. I think he's like Oh, he's a very exhausting person, but generally I do find it kind of funny cuz I'm like ha. <laughs> I don't have to be there. <laughs> he's like he's like a person who comes into the store that you work at mm-hmm. and you have the most exhausting encounter you've had in the past 6 months with him and then you leave but then for the next like 6 months after everyone makes is making jokes together about that fucking guy. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. that guy? He would just like point at you and like <laughs> yell. Uh it it does feel a so little I think bit like funny. yes. Yes. He he resets your bar for what a terrible customer can yes. be. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Yeah, today was bad, but at least Minora Cowell wasn't there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
So he's not my favorite character, but I, I do think he's generally kind of funny. Um, I find him a little exhausting, but yeah, he's not. Um, he's not my least favorite character. Who's your least favorite character of the of the protagonists of the five okay. this main is, characters? It's a it's a debate between um, Minori Kawa and Achi. Achi. As to who I like the least. I find Achi personally more likable than Kano. Because mm. he's not I'm like really, he's just like a nice guy. You know what I yeah. mean? He's like kind of got it. It is an inappropriate. Th- uh, it is inappropriate to pursue a romantic attraction to Hitomi while you are currently on the run for your lives. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is inappropriate to be like thinking about this. But he has not said anything. Um, but basically, Kano is just such a, like a, like, not very interesting character to me on its own. Yeah. I think Kano has, his problem is funny, right? More interesting plot stuff. I like, I like Rumi and Shizuo. <laughs> um, like, yes, I like the characters around Kano more. more. And like, I don't care about the, the SOS street game very yes. much, right? They don't seem, it's very funny that there's like, a uh, a shark themed guy from outside the city who's joined the gang and is pushing them darker or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, Achi is, I guess, as a single character, Achi reminds me of the guy from uh, Bunny Girl Senpai. <laughs> There's even a girl who needs a heart. Uh huh. Oh, we forgot to mention the heart thing. Oh my god. His who's okay, got the heart? Hachi's sister, she's dying. Is dying. She has a heart. She needs disease. a heart transplant. She has a weird blood type, Bombay blood, which is apparently real. Yeah, is it? Did you look it up? Yeah, one sec. Um, which so she has a weird blood type that isn't one of the like normal blood types. The game presents it as real. Yeah. Um, there are. I think it says there are like twelve people in Japan with this blood type or something. Uh. And we get that, despite being identical, uh, Maria and Hitomi have different blood types, and uh, Hitomi acts weird upon hearing that uh, his sister has Bombay blood. Yes, and uh, notably, Hitomi and Maria have different blood types. Yes, yeah, I said that. Oh, sorry. I was just looking up. Apparently, this is a real thing. Hmm. Uh, about one in ten thousand people in India ha- are part of the Bombay Blood Group. Hmm. Um. Wait. According to the NHIS, quite rare in Caucasians, with an incident of one in twenty-five hundred or twenty-five thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand. Sorry, that is very rare. Mm-hmm. It's only four in a million. So heart transplants. It would be difficult. Because you need uh, someone with the right blood type it, right. to die near enough yes, for it yes. to There's like a four-hour period where, uh, yeah, um, after which, like, there's been enough damage from lack of oxygen mm-hmm. to the heart that it's no longer, you can't transplant it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he told me acts weird on hearing this news. Her or her sister definitely has this blood type. Uh-huh. May or may not end up dead. Yeah. We'll see. Um, could Tateno be trying to kill Hitomi for the heart to save oh. Achi's But then again, why does he care so much about Achi and his sister? My, if I Is had Hitomi evil, 
and has the Bombay Blood Heart. If I had to guess, Tateno wants Achi back at the head of SOS. But is that worth murdering a, a, like, teenaged girl? I don't know, Ben. Um... That seems like that such does, a leap. That does definitely feel like what unless she's also Tateno bad. is going for is oh she has the heart that you need. Uh huh. And if we kill her here, it, it'll be to your sister in plenty of time. I guess he has like plausible, or if he managed to get her earlier, he would have had plausible deniability. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, one of the pff, one of the nasty foreigners must have killed her. Um. Um. But now it's now it's too long. It seems like really weird to be pursuing that. Unless it's like somehow working out. I guess. Way. Yes. This is. If you ask me which is my least favorite single character, it's probably Minorikawa. I just find him very great. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, of of the cast or of all characters? Of the main cast. Okay. Um, uh, but if you ask me like which route is my least favorite, I think it's probably Achi's. Because like. Kano and Minorikawa at least have fun casts outside mm-hmm. of the main character. Sasayama's fun. Sasayama, um, I like Sasayama. Um, I uh, Minorikawa's got uh, I do just Chiri. Like... or not Chiri. Sorry, Chi- uh, Chiaki. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Chiaki. Uh, uh, partner. Toyama's daughter is fun. Yes, um, Toyama is so put upon. <laughs> Is Rumi actually that uh that actress? Oh, 100%. She has to be. Um unless yeah, it feels weird for two characters to look at her and go, "Oh, you, right, you're this actress, right?" Mm-hmm. Um we don't know what she does, right? Or supposedly does. She's a nationally famous actress. No, or, I, the, not the Oh, what Rumi, Rumi is supposed Rumi to do. Rumi is supposed to do. No, but she did win the that beauty pageant yes, where everyone, every everyone girl who wins it becomes the, an entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. It could be really funny if it turns out that she is... If, like, another girl <laughs> looks just like her happens by and she is not actually <laughs> an actress, she just does look a lot it like It would be her. very funny if there were two pairs of twins. <laughs> um... Yeah. Um I think uh I don't really like Kano very much. I think his problems are kind of funny, but like I, Again, I don't really find him I very like compelling. the cast around him more than That's like, different than which character though. Yes. Or at least I'm uh, separating it. Yeah. I don't find Minori Kawa as grating. Uh, okay. But if you asked me which one of these people would you least like to spend uh time in a room together with, it would be Kano again because he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. But I do think if uh, going by most annoying, uh, Minori Kawa would be the I think, worst, most unpleasant experience. Okay. Here's the thing is, if it if it was a big enough room, I feel like I could get Kano to just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Minori Kawa would just... He has nothing He'd be pacing like a cage for, tiger. Yeah. If he doesn't have his laptop, he's bothering people. <laughs> like... <laughs> that's what's funny, though. <laughs> He's yes, yes. He's like d- a deeply understimulated person. <laughs> you need to like dangle some keys in front of his <laughs> face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure that we'll have a 
a fun time wrapping this up. Yeah. The second half or I will now that I know how we're gonna talk about this, I will probably take a little less detailed notes because like I'll continue to do I had to I had to keep asking Ben, like, okay, can you please pause? Uh, um trying to take notes to keep up with um hopefully there's a little hopefully we've gotten more than half of it done oh although you do hmm you've been like uh, taking all these notes like ben takes notes it's insane it's slowing us down it's crazy that ben's doing this and i have to do it this way fen has insisted on going back for every single missed bad end okay which how many bad ends did we talk about fen like five (laughs) Uh, 50. How many are we at? It was 49 last I saw. Was it? That's what it said on the counter. Oh, wow. That's more than I expected. Maybe. Um, some of them are like actually good and like some interesting. Of um, some of them give you weird information. Yeah. Too. Um, some of them like, like, uh, Kano going off to marry and become an organic farmer. Or just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's funny. Yes. But it is fun. I, I, it would have been nice if collage had been the game we were playing for this yes. because this is doing what collage is doing but blown out right yeah collage has collage is a, the is illusion a... of you making choices for a couple of different protagonists that line them up into a very unlikely scenario where yeah. everyone everything works out yeah this is doing that with a bigger cast and uh mechanically doing uh more complex stuff happening with the choices than fa- pass or fail yeah. Because uh, it's fun to like make a choice and then see all like back out and be like, ah, shit, someone's like thing just locked out. I thought I had that finished. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, going I, back I to like bad the be a bit of a pain in the ass because it like takes too long. The text there's no speed, skips. There's no skip. Uh this this game is enough of a visual novel. Yeah, that uh like it is enough of an adventure game parentheses like divorced from eroge and vns um that it has it is closer to a jrpg in that in that sense which is like those typically don't have like visual novel or eroge quality of life like skip uh scene text and like text speed and stuff Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's the text speed by default is painfully slow Mm -hmm. even at 2x holding down a which is the quote-unquote skip button um is still like do do yes do and so getting through pages of text is painful it's paced as if it has voice acting (laughs) yes yeah um are you sure that we haven't accidentally turned the voice acting volume off i'm pretty sure we didn't it's also like small, yeah, as a game, mm-hmm. like a, the download. So yeah, it, there isn't room for audio. I didn't think that there actually was. But. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like the choices a lot. I like the uh, like fiddling around to like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to like change this choice to unlock a choice in this route to unlock a like bad end in this route, or vice versa, or like I need to do this in this route. So that this happens over here, so that I can choose this, so that this happens over here, and I can finally finish this. What about the keepouts? The keepout and jumps? Jumps are sometimes just inexplicable. It's very messy, right? Because I, I like the keepout. Okay. Keepouts are interesting 
because I think it was either the most recent or second to most recent um, time block that I realized that they're also a way to say, oh, we don't want to signal that this is a bad end, mm -hmm. but someone else has changed something that so drastically changes this route that like we have to stop you here mm. because if it went any farther, we would have to bad end it. I see. Um, like not every keep out can be unlocked. Some of them are just, oh, you you're on a bad end, see, and it's doing too many things at once. Yeah, I guess is the thing. Uh, it should just um, the problem is that they feel like they have to write out every bad end, and it's too complicated to do that. So they use these keep outs to slow you, stop you. Sometimes is that it? Well, and yes, so that is it. But most I I I like them when it is um. Or I respect them as a like, okay, we need you to have certain information for to continue here. Yeah. And you're gonna get that information in a different route. And like, That's fine. That's great. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's kind of awkward the execution for that. Yeah. Because I don't really wanna stop reading the route I'm on. Right. Jump. So, this so is then the I end up is. reading to the end until that tells me to stop. Then having to go back and find it and jump. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which is like, isn't elegant. It's not hard to find. They are marked clearly on the flowchart, but it is a weird like, oh, they're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just um, feels inelegant. It feels like jumps. Yeah. I like can't. Hmm. It almost feels like the, the um, rather than jumping, it should like. Force you. If. Or either force you or have some kind of animation that shows like, oh, this unlocked somewhere. Else. This unlocked something somewhere else automatically yeah. Yeah. instead of you having to jump because jump going back is kind of kind of a little bit of a pain in the ass. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just yeah. like a little more friction. Again, really with the like tech speed thing, it yes, becomes especially. it goes from, oh, I'll just like jump back to like, oh, I'm spending like 15 seconds to like unlock this thing. Yes. Um. Uh, so, and like, conceptually, the fact... conceptually, I like it because it's like, oh, yes, it would be really annoying to have to say, OK, we can't like really use like information that you'll have learned on other routes uh, um, at all within each time block because we can't like keep you from mm -hmm. continuing. But so what if but AI two style? Every route could not use any information from the other routes. And they can only, like, obliquely reference it and wink at you. I would hate this game. <laughs> Imagine if it was five entirely uh, unconnected stories. <laughs> be really funny um well yeah you get like cameos of the characters uh -huh. but no one ever actually speaks um it's, it's entirely like uh a butterfly flapping its wings style like i don't at all see how this choice caused a bad end over there but i guess i'll try the other one yeah. <laughs> um but yes the fact that keep outs ha are serving another function that isn't really being explained mm -hmm. uh i think that should just be a third separate stop like yeah. like a time paradox like yeah. uh pop up you know what i mean yeah uh something like that is all you really need yeah um i get what how you get here because you don't want to add more like more stuff that people have to keep track of mm -hmm. but um i think there is like a middle ground between bad end and hey hold up something's wrong here that they 
are using but not really explaining that yeah. just makes it a little yeah. awkward to understand what's going on because there's all these jumps where i'm like oh cool what's this gonna unlock nothing you're just gonna go to the other character and then you can jump back and it's like yeah this is what the menu is for i don't really understand why you're doing this yeah in that in that way it almost feels like an artifact of a like previous design where you couldn't move. Where it was like, oh, once you've started a route, you have to finish that one. Mm. And so the only way to get between them is jumps. But like, yeah. That wouldn't work out at all. That would be miserable the way this game works. But yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun little thing to like fiddle around with. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I am like, I'm excited to play more. I'm excited to finish it. Probably not tonight, but. No. We played a lot of it, dear list. Yeah. Well, we are part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. Yeah, I think that's good. We're having a good time. Yeah. Do we want to read it? We have a, a listener question. We're we saving that for the... Or oh, right? Do we want yeah, to save that yeah. for next time? We'll episode? save it for next time. You know who you are. Um, we probably didn't get more than one email about it. Please send in questions, though. Yes. I'd be happy to answer questions about it. Um yeah ask questions uh even if someone, someone asked us what city we would like to illegally shoot a game in <laughs> um yeah various questions probably related to 428 but you know also melty blood we're not going to do melty blood for a while mm -hmm. uh ask us to gush about reckless sympathy more i could probably try to get another couple minutes out of that um you're gonna have to like hold me back from cutting all references to reckless sympathy from this oh that's so funny it's just instinct mm -hmm. it's like the 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 ordeal of being known mm, wise uh where can people find you on the internet fan people can find me at fennec.moe or type moonarchive.art slash schedule into a address bar sorry <laughs> that's where you can find the the schedule of what we're covering <laughs> just, yeah, for the yes yeah, so just say that and then uh we're in the schedule we're just going to put a photo of ben <laughs> like in one of the cells a random cell uh sorry uh you could go to moonarchive.art slash fen one n f-e-n um yeah i i think that goes to my co-host which Ben, I'll sit down tomorrow and try to try to post about something. Yeah, I would like to get into the habit. Mm -hmm. um, do one a week. I don't necessarily have a lot of thoughts about everything that I finish, but I do have some thoughts about everything that I finish. Um, where can oh you can find us at moonarchive.art. You can email us questions. I realized we didn't say the yes. name. Uh, crying rules actually at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. Have you been posting on co-host? Oh, I completely blanked. You're not co-posting on ho-host? No, I'm so sorry. You got to start doing that, Fen. I've I've passed off the work of po of posting to Fen, who is not a poster at heart and so doesn't think about it very much. Yeah. But the trick is, I'm also not a poster at heart. I don't like posting very much. You're more of a poster at heart than I am. Yeah, but I don't want to post about the show. I want to make I want to make posts and then you can do it. Okay. I don't want people to talk to me. I love you. <laughs> Uh, not that people talk to me but i talk to you that's true that's why we have a podcast you can find I me guess, 
Is this just like four hours of torture every time we do this? What do you mean? If you don't want people to talk to you? No, no, you're not people. You're fan. Oh. You can find me on Twitter at Ben Ends. You can find me on Twitter at Doomgender, where I tweet about Reckless Sympathy occasionally. I haven't been able to post much about it lately besides obliquely telling people to go play it because I'm working on writing right now and it's not very good to post. But I'll start Just drawing. Post soon. the entire script and everyone can imagine the I've wonderful done visual novel. You can go back and play early builds of Reckless Sympathy on my Patreon, which are uh, the script is totally different. <laughs> That's so funny. You're so funny, Ben. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There is a build that runs through the whole game that is pretty close to what I ended up with. Uh, and then a very early build that's like one conversation. Anyway, I'm on Patreon, too. Doom Gender. I've got, I'm all over the place. I have a co-host. My co-host also Ben Ends. Oh, that's about all. I'm just buckling down and making more stuff. Mm-hmm. What are we covering next time? Oh, right. Next time. Finishing 428. We're going to finish it. Um, We could like try to get two episodes out of it, but I liked our conversation today and we might as well just we should finish it. Yeah. Burn through it. Um, the I already said the altogether game. Is it um, Midsummer Haze? Midsummer Haze. That sounds right uh i'm trying to uh, yeah i was trying to uh control shift tab to open it and i closed a bunch of other windows in the meantime like uh suicide is painless which you can listen to in the middle of this podcast uh yes midsummer haze um which seems who could say we'll see i guess Um, what do you want to watch is it time to watch john dealman watch John Dealman. What's the full title of John Dealman? It's a bit of a long one. John Dealman, 23, Quai de Commerce, uh, 1080 Brooksells. Probably didn't do great at that pronunciation, but that's the full title. That was a lot of French? Yeah. A uh, friend of the pod, once a future guest, Marin, shamed me for not co- using Vagabond's uh, actual title, which is in French. Mm. So at least I'll say the whole John Dealman title. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Its Metacritic score is 94, though. Wow. Um, Ben, do you want to guess? Guess with me how long Jean Dielman is? How long is Jean Dielman? Four hours? Four, four thirty-one. You overshot it a little bit. It is uh shorter than an average episode of our podcast at three hours and twenty-two minutes. Ah, uh, I was like an hour off. Damn. Yes, the movies four-hour movie. Is there any four-hour movie that's not split into two parts? There's gotta be, but like it's gotta be rare. Yeah, yeah. Um. What was I going to do? Do you want to do that or do you want to do something else? Um, I'm happy to do that. We can't do it before pod. No. We have been doing the past couple of times. We'll like mm-hmm. watch the movie that we're going to watch and then roll right into pod. But... The thing is that we don't really have a, a, a thematic reason for to do Jean Dielman aside from uh, the that we had watched a French movie recently. Mm. 
。ああ。But do you have something else you'd rather watch? I was gonna suggest a manga, but. Do you have a manga in mind? Um. Or we could read. Oh, we could start Other Side Picnic. Is Other Side Picnic a good pair with. That's probably not a good tonal pair.、Um, It's probably better than John Dealman, but. I... <laughs> Awehana would be my suggestion. What's Awehana about?、Uh, girls、uh, being gay. Hmm. I haven't really been on a manga kick lately, I guess. That's, that's fair.、Thing. We could do a VM, a short VM. What VM, then? We're saving Sisterly Bliss for. Yes, we're saving that for a special occasion. Okay.、Um, I hope that people listen to this and enjoy it. Our podcast? We know that people do.、Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Also, the Bloom into You light novel we've been putting off. We could do that. Other side picnic. We could pick a different movie.、Uh, we could watch、uh, the Resident Evil movie since this is a pandemic fil-、uh, story. That's so funny, Ben. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like you were joking. Yes, but what if? What if we just watch the Resident Evil movie? Yeah, we could also, and this would be possibly even funnier, play Resident Evil One because <laughs> it's not that long. Yeah, you know what? Let's play Resident Evil One. Like. OG, not、yes. the not the、uh, the remake with the added stuff in it.、Mm-hmm. That would be mine. We're playing or... a game already. That's too much. Okay, that's too much homework. When my my parents come or my mom,、oh, my right, sister coming、right. to visit. As much fun, as funny as I think that would be. Um, let me real quick check and see if I had any other like burning VNs. That I've been dying to get through. Are there any Yuri about a pandemic?、Hmm. Get at us if you can think of any. What are good pandemic films? We could watch、uh, Train to Busan. Ooh, I've watched that uh, uh, two years ago. I think it was pretty fun. Heather likes it, so she would watch it. Okay. This is very funny. What?、Uh, best pandemic movies: Contagion, Flu, Outbreak. <laughs> Just sure. Very straightforward.、Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's the director of Train to Busan? Ooh, I referenced it. We could do Twelve Monkeys. What is Twelve Monkeys? I don't know. Ah,、uh, a pandemic film. It's been a while since I've seen it.、Uh, it's about a man-made virus. Hmm. Good. Yeah, I remember enjoying it.、Hmm. All right, pick one. 
I'm making um, the movies recently. Well, I haven't seen Train to Busan, so let's do that. I have, but I don't mind watching it again. Okay. Although it is more tenuous, it is a zombie movie, not an not a pandemic mm. movie. Twelve Monkeys definitely, I think, a better. Or we could just do the Resident Evil movie. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know that the Resident Evil movie is going to be good. Uh, okay, hear me out. I'm I'm listening. I don't have strong feelings. Is the thing. Um. One Cut of the Dead. What is One Cut of the Dead? It's a zombie movie. It's a goofy... I think it's goofy. We could watch... um, Night of the Living Dead. That fucking banged. I was trying to find something. If we're going to do something you've already seen, we might as well do Train to Busan. Okay, that's fair. Um, I suggested One Cut of the Dead because I'd heard good things about it. Um, I see, I see. And it's goofy and also about a pandemic or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, where's it by? Where's it from? Uh, Japanese, let's see, 2019? Yes, 2019. Interesting. Um, yeah, let's or, do that. Oh, wait, 2017? That's really funny. Oh, yeah, it was probably 2019 in, in the U.S. Is my guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go for it. We'll All right. Dealman soon. Now, wait, 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 Pat, 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 Pat. Follow me on this. Instead of what we were going to do for our, uh, the episode after that, which You're was saying John Dealman. <laughs> okay, Ben. <laughs> we watched an infamously three and a half hour long dry French movie. Hear me out. Yes. Both. <laughs> okay, that would be twelve hours of stuff. Yeah, and. We might need it to fill the time. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. It would be... It would be like... We should do... We should do a manga with... We should do the VN and... We... Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk. Yeah, okay. Doing you know, doing Jean Dielman would be so funny with the other thing planned. <laughs> it would be like... Oh... What's that? You want to hear us talk about a French film, Jean Dielman? You you want to hear about that? Well, guess what episode you have to go <laughs> click on? Guess what you have to download? Um, yeah, you have to eat your veggies to eat your dessert. Which is the veggies and which is the dessert? That's an excellent question, Ben. I'd leave that up to the viewer. Um, let's do. Hmm. 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 Are you okay with One Cut of the Dead? Yeah, go with it. Cut it. Print it. One Cut of the Dead, print it. Okay. 2017, I believe. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Uh, that is the thing that I have heard, is that you should not know anything about it going in. Okay. Or... I do want to do Other Side Picnic soon, though. Yeah, we could... We could also start that if you really wanted to. But... Maybe you should start reading it soon yeah. so that we can do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I've read it twice. Yeah, you have, haven't you? I'll read it to you again if you want, but it's going to no. take time. I will I will read it on my own. I got, like, I got most of the... 
I got halfway. I got a quarter of the way through the first omnibus. So halfway through the first. Okay. I think we can do one omnibus at a time. A whole omnibus. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds right. Yeah. Like the, the it's it's like creepy. Are you doing something? No. Dear listener, <laughs> my printer, which I have not used in uh two months, has started clicking and clacking at the back of my head. Now, it is an HP printer, which is under boyc- uh, boycott by the BDS movement. So I have not bought any more ink or uh, products for it since uh, realizing this. I'm trying to stick to the boycott as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think possibly it heard me talking uh, shit about Israel and it started to come to life in an attempt to kill me. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. If there's any electronic appliance come to life that I think I could kick the ass of, it's probably a printer. <laughs> Those things are delicate. They're babies. Yeah. Like, approximately the same size, right? Like, I could beat a calculator. Anyone can beat a calculator. Yeah. In a yeah. fist fight. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for specifying that it was a fist fight. I had no problem, bud. <laughs> Why am I bud? Because <laughs> it was funnier. Oh, okay. Um, all right, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we kind of just been meandering for a while. I do want to watch Trend of the Song. We could do that. Let's see if we have time. Okay. We don't have to talk about it at length, but I'd it's like true. to see it. It's kind of an action movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One day let's meet in the digital sea. digital one day let's meet in the digital sea it's because you're whispering it you can say digital fine if you're talking louder but because you do this low voice thing no it's you end up saying the digital you know what i mean one day let's meet in the so you always do the low voice hey fan tell me about a digital watch i'm so self-conscious right now i can't i'm i'm stopping recording (laughs) Okay, I'm recording. Don't swear too much. Oh, wait. Actually, once. Okay. Try take two. Am I not allowed to say fuck on our podcast? No, I think that that you can swear. I don't know what I was trying to say. In case it doesn't make the final cut, I got on here and was like, okay, I'm recording. Don't swear too much. I I think what I meant was like... I think what I meant was like, just like a general be careful with what you say but oh, what i said okay. was that i'm gonna say some swear. real upsetting stuff i never swear uh then i'm trying to install this fucking never. game but i can't get into 
Oh. Crying rules. Did you change it again? What? No. Crying rules, you should have permissions to. It says it's unavailable. Hmm. I can get into Ben Hell. Weird. But I cannot get into crying rules. Okay, one sec. whatever soon but. yes okay so ben forgot to play the altogether game <laughs> that we're that we're doing so ben is playing that right now it's bonus uh post pod let me narrate uh, the read me out loud 19 comic software shot number one will the panda samurai manage to engulf everyone in a whirl of laughter well even if you're not engulfed i'll be grateful for just a little wry smile lol if you aren't able to laugh at all then please to the garbage bin with it little sweat drop emoji and then I... a link to the panda samurai homepage. that's a long link to get to panda samurai to the garbage bin with it is my okay okay Instant death, panda samurai. Okay, yeah, I am writing our... Okay, yes. While I'm writing the intro, Ben is playing instant death, panda samurai because... I'm read the whole thing to you. We're ready to record, except for the fact that Ben has not done one of the two, three things. Do pandas live in Japan? Pandas don't live on J in Japan, do they? Wait, are pandas... No. Native to Japan. Pandas are not native to Japan. Yeah. Why uh, is this panda samurai? Because uh, pandas are cute. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, Ben? Mine eyes are gladdened at the sight of the rosy fingers of dawn. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Ben, hey, of course pandas live in Japan. They live in zoos. <laughs> This guy's not in the zoo. He's just kind of running around. No, he is a samurai. Oh, he's going to talk like this the whole time, isn't he? Oh, uh, you'll see. Oh. None of my freaking business, huh? Yep. Today we're covering the first half. Of... Why is there a Scarborough Fair joke in here? Excellent question, Ben. I'm sorry, I'm reeling from this one. <laughs> what is the other name of Shibuya Scramble? Uh huh. Uh, in a blockaded Shibuya? That's not oh. on our list. Interesting. I am enjoying the little horrible expressions that the panda is making down in the corner. That's pretty funny. Uh-huh. That is uh that is one of the only good parts of this. Did they like design this game with a uh, line sticker set in mind? Mm. Is this what the fuck uh one? I'm like, "Oh, this is just a line sticker, isn't it?" I did see Tsukumizu posting about line stickers. And I was like, Didn't I they make would a set of line stickers. Yeah, I would get those in a heartbeat if anyone I knew used one. If anyone I knew used line, and then two, if the stickers are available outside of Japan, yeah, because that is often a thing that I run into. I'm sorry. Am I getting quizzed? <laughs> yeah, Ben. Hey, uh, how many of those do you think you have to get right to to come to continue? Zero? 
Oh, that would be so kind. Do of you the have game. the right answers? Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me one. Oh well, what's the question? Uh, the questions are randomly ordered. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, first efforts to protect the natural habitats of panda bears, China. What year was it founded? Nineteen sixty-five, fifty-two, or fifty-eight? Oh, you don't know this one. What? I don't think I got that. The one. Wulong Reserve. Okay. One of China's first efforts to protect the natural habitats of panda bears was founded in which year? Um, 1963. That's not an option. <laughs> but I'm going to go with 65. Oh. No. It said it was wrong. Okay. Uh, Yeah, this says this also says 1963. Okay, further expanded in 1975. No, it was earlier than that. What? Wait, you can play as a panda in one, which of the following video games? Radiant Silver Gun. Okay, I, I was going to guess Tekken. Tekken three. Hmm. How many of these fucking things are there? I got one wrong. Does that mean I've lost? No. Oh. Okay, I have passed. Is there more quizzes or is that it? Oh my gosh, you're so lucky, Ben. If you get two wrong, that's a game over. And there's no saving. So you just have to like skip through the whole Is there more quizzes or No, that just the one quiz, but I got two questions I got the first two questions that posed wrong. Um and then I had to restart from scratch. And then it ends. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Ken, for the game. Okay, you ready? I'm closing that. Not instant death. Um, why is it not instant death? Because you can get a question wrong. Um, 